Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 the Ron and Fez show and who loves you we do uh, we're going to open up the show today giving out I believe you have to be in Chicago land to win this Chris yes you do these are tickets one pair to see Tracy Morgan's turn it funny stand up tour this Sunday May 11th at the House of Blues in Chicago Illinois that's going to be a great show you're going to get everybody pregnant. I don't want to be the last person to do a Tracy Morgan, and I never would. But after doing that on mass, that voice never leaves me, even though I can't do stuff. Like, I could do... This is a character I'm working on, and I call it Shelby in a Meeting. Maybe if... I don't know. We all got stuff. And... I don't know, committed to it. Like tried, it's adorable. If we could do, if we all, it's so, it's so funny and it's so fucking sincere. It's so sincere, and yet it's so difficult for him to get out like a normal thought if he's not being mean to a woman. It's just a long, long fucking build up <laughs> yeah. to the actual thought. Because I always want to, like, give out an idea, but I want to word it in a way that it doesn't sound like I'm saying we should do less work. <laughs> you should just say, dude, I think we should do less work. But that I, would be great. <laughs> but you're like, if there's ever a chance or a time... Um, synergy? Like, like synergy... Both coasts, we could get them together. If there is, if we did the show, but it started at noon, (laughs) sometimes we'll do this. You know, I like Ron is talking, (laughs) but but it's the Ron and Fez show. Sometimes there's callers, there's a phone number. Here's what I want you to do for me. Pick a number between one and nine, and one of these Chicagoland callers is going to win the tickets. And Shelby, that's going to be you. You understand 
that they're between one and nine. Big four sounds good right now. Big four. Whoa. Four. And that is Jay in Chicago. Jay, how are you doing, buddy? How's it going, brother? Uh, you're the big, big winner right now. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. You've won a pair of tickets to see Tracy Morgan's Turn It Funny stand-up tour on Sunday, May 11th at the House of Blues in Chicago, Illinois. Approximate retail value is $100. Transportation not included. So you're going to have to use your own car. Right. That's cool. All right, Jay. I've anyway, so i got a way to get there. Boom. Uh, hold on. We'll get all your information. You're going to see Tracy Morgan tonight. Boom. That's nice. Right off the fucking bat. Yeah, right off the bat. Jay's just going to let it fucking rain on Sunday. I mean, he's got all that fucking extra cash now. He's got these free tickets. Probably wasn't going. <laughs> no extra money for him. He probably was going to watch the last day of the fucking draft. People were fucking... It was fucking madness yesterday. Outside well, they were lined up, and I think what happened, they had to line up yesterday to get their badges for today. Then they have to return back to those cages that they put them in. Fucking... It doesn't... They hear somebody go like this. I'm Dallas Cowboys. Choose. I mean, it's, you're not exactly a sports fan. What the if, fuck? If you're waiting to hear a name called out, that's not sport. I never... I, I've had some friends who are just obsessed with the draft, and they're just coming. The draft is coming. Can you believe it? I was like, I guess. I mean, we don't know how else is going to turn out. Yeah, you don't know if you got the best people. You don't know for years. <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's just this ridiculous culture. Like I was watching the guy scream. L.A. Need, uh, not L.A. I always call the Rams L.A. because I go back twenty years now. The St. Louis Rams need to grab Johnny Football. Because they've got to get rid of that son of a bit. That guy was the number one pick before. He had like an eighty million dollar. Con- he had some like ridiculous contract. What's his hey, name? Sam, Sam Bradford. Ba- Sam hey. the Bam Bradford. He was the number one overall guy. Everybody cheered then. So you don't know. You just don't fucking know. If I'm not mistaken, he even had a great rookie season, like with completions, and they might have gotten like the first round of the playoffs. But even after that, R G three. That's the thing. Now everyone's acting like, well, you don't want to waste this to get another Mike Fick. What? (laughs) What? You don't want to end up with a Peyton Manning. Remember what happened to him last year? Everyone, you just watch them play long enough till you say they're a disappointment. You're an idiot if you feel like you know. You know you're a moron when you sit there and feel like you know more than general managers who, by the way, fail also. Constantly. Every first, second rounder, everything is measured to a T at the combine. And then you get a guy like Sherman, who signed the biggest contract for a cornerback and got drafted in the fifth round. Right. Who he's going to totally fizzle out now. And there's all kinds of fucking undrafted guys who do well. And there's so many examples of it. And yet ESPN, for the last month, has been screaming about this shit as if anyone knows. It's human gambling. Every single GM fails miserably every single season. It's a crapshoot. All right. We're gambling on humans has got to be a deadly sin. I mean, at some point. It already looks like like a slave market as it is. Well, let's see you jump. Let's see you run. Let's take a look at your teeth. No, we're going to test you. It's uh, It's grimy. 
is if it really boils down to it. It's grimy. Grammy. I mean, you can't know. Plus, there's plenty of guys who are going to work well in one system, but would not work in another system. So it's not even the player's fault. Like, if you look at a Joe Montana, what if he would have been picked up by Tampa Bay? Would he be the legend today? Would Tampa Bay have four fucking championships during those years? Probably not. And yet, no one ever brings that up. Um, No. No, you just can't tell. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We're waiting for Tommy Jonigan to stop in this morning. Yeah, he's in a cab en route. En route or en route? I say route. I thought it was in route. Mist or midst? What did you say? Mist or midst? What's he mean? Yeah, never mind. No, I want to know. Like mist, midst, are we in the midst of something? Mist? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, Matt, in New York. Hey, uh, it's end round. Uh, Fezzy was right. I'm going to point that out. Nobody ever points out when Fezzy's right. Um, Fez is always right. Fez, I've never heard him seriously. I've never heard him say anything grammatically that was was incorrect. He's always good. Um, I wanted to bring up... Uh, Somebody Tim would point Tebow. out about the incorrect. Go ahead. Uh, I wanted to bring up Tim Tebow. Everyone was kissing his it's ass. And nobody could believe he got out of the first round. And Well, he did late. get picked in the first round. He was the last guy, I think, in the first round, which they some people thought was just out of kindness. But yeah, he's not even in the game. <laughs> Anymore. Doesn't he? Doesn't he remind you of Johnny Football? Like Johnny Football? Doesn't Johnny Football remind you of Tim Tebow? A lot? Nothing about the way that they play. The hype does, but there's other than that, nothing about them. You know, reminds me. Now, is there teams that, or is there systems that Tim Tebow could be good in? Yeah, I really do think there is. Is it every fucking team? No. Are you going to have to build a system around him? Yes. Is he going to get hurt? Probably look at RG3. I mean, he could be playing. He just chooses not to. If He just, he just has this obsession with being a quarterback. We're talking about Johnny Football. No, not nothing about Tim, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow shouldn't be playing. No one has ever seen him play fucking tight end. We're back to that crazy talk. Hard for you to pay attention, though, right? Now you got Johnny get on your mind. <laughs> no, I, that's off my mind right now. You know what? How they do that uh, family thing now? Like friends and fa- family? Yeah. You're more like focused. You focus on what other people are saying. Good. No. Laugh from the belly. Don't just sit there and hide behind that. I realize he's your senior producer. But also realize it doesn't mean shit in this fucking chaotic thing. He's a super senior. Fez uh, came up with an idea that you two guys report directly to Wiki. Yeah. I'd rather report directly to Ron and Fez. I know I don't want anybody reporting to me. I'm not good at having people report to me. I want to treat my life like it's a long cocktail hour. (laughs) But without the cocktails. Just slurring for no apparent reason. Um, And then Shelby, that's when Shelby came up with, maybe if there was a way to... I think it would be fun for you to learn radio from Wiki. I prefer to learn radio from Ron Bennington. Maybe, and maybe, 
you you would have learned it by now. Look, your thing is this. It, well, I'm not going to say it because I always get you on stuff. Uh, Barka send this stuff. Call in, Barka. Um, Frank, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Johnny Football is the next Keith Shuler. That is my contribution to the show today. Well, you know what? I mean, it's appreciated, but it's just really worth as much as any other opinion. We're going to have to wait this out. I think that means uh, Johnny Football's going to Congress then. Um, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Hey, uh, I think this is going to be a crazy draft because this year they're letting the players choose their walk-on stage music when they get selected. What would you walk out to, Chris? Crazy bitch, like that white trash wedding. <laughs> That's girl. smart. I'd probably walk out to Melissa Manchester's Don't Cry Out Loud and just want to make everybody wonder what happened in my childhood. <laughs> Don't cry out loud. Just can fucking walk, probably walk out in a prom dress, too. I heard all the, the draft guys were on the Jimmy Fallon get-together last night. Yeah. I hope that goes viral. Viral! Would this be great to just come out to this? Did he lose a parent recently? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be a happy day. And then I would, stand, I would pause and look at the crowd. <laughs> With the number five pick, the Philadelphia Eagles take. Cause you see, baby, he's an awful lot like me. By now, my makeup would be running. <laughs> Don't cry out loud. Just keep And then I would simply fucking raise my prom dress. And show that I'm not wearing anything up, and then start to helicopter my cock very slowly, though. very slow, like in a whipping motion, almost like it was slowed down. And the people from Philadelphia would be going crazy. I think this is going to work. Do it, man! No, they would be yelling. At least he's white, because they're a racist city. Everyone blames the South, but Boston and Philly may be the two. Long Island. Well, Long Island is in a fucking city. It's a fucking suburb. Every suburb is racist. Every suburb of a fucking... If a delivery guy happens to be black, everyone's looking out the window. We almost got raped. <laughs> Get away from there. I have friends in the suburbs, and I was like, there was a weird person on my uh, street last night. I'm like, uh, there's weird people sleeping on my steps. Get used to it. This would be the walkout song. Just keep it inside. And learn how to hide your feelings. And then hopefully somebody would just yell out, You go, girl, <laughs> as I was putting on my new Eagles cap. I like the way that they try to act like there's caps in football. The fucking guy should be forced to put on a helmet, just stand there. <laughs> and his pads and yeah. everything. Just suit up in front of everyone. At no, this point, you throw it in the air and do a freeze frame. <laughs> Can you do a freeze frame in real life? If we're going to do freeze frames, I'm just going to play freeze frames by Jay Giles. <laughs> no, I don't even go for it. That fucking song just reminds me of when everything got pop. Weird 80s. Weird 80s. Nobody came out of it alive. <laughs> no one did well for themselves. Like a musical holocaust. It was. <laughs> 
Sometimes I'm like going through a Van Morrison or a Neil Young. I'm like, what is this shit? Oh, yeah. This happened in that 10-year period. Warren Zevon released some weird album. It was just all synthesizers, and it was so fucking... I think it was like a transverse city. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Everything, because the synthesizer got invented, <laughs> everyone felt like, I guess I gotta use it on every track. Reminds me when I worked in radio, as soon as there was a new sound effect like brought in, that everybody, you know, there was like some echo, every commercial had them. Just from crushed that point it. On. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get five, five, five pairs of pants and spent for a dollar? There used to be a guy called the Jeans Giant, and if you <laughs> bought one pair of pants, he would give you five <laughs> pair of pants free. Wait. And he would come in on Fridays, right? He'd come in like Friday at like quarter to five and just open up and said, I will buy every spot that you have that isn't sold right now and then try to set his own price. Right? So any unsold spots, he would say, I'll I'll pay $45 a piece. And that's it. I won't go a penny higher. But he would buy, you know, a couple hundred fucking spots at it. And our fucking station used to just be, on the weekends, you would just hear these stupid fucking jeans things. And people would call up, yeah, I bought those jeans. Uh, I thought it was a good deal until I was walking out of the place and my jeans were falling off. <laughs> like, literally, walking could destroy the jeans. It's six pairs of jeans for the price of one. It's, it's, I know, but what you're really getting is a lot of cloth. And, and technically, legally, we weren't allowed to call it cloth or denim. Yeah, it couldn't actually be dead. <laughs> like Taco Bell meat. <laughs> yeah, right. It's something. You'll be eating something at Taco Bell. It is a garment. Look who it is. Jerry Barker. Hey, buddies. Bark at the moon is his big blog that he's got out now. Time to bark at the moon. Is this an exciting time for you, Jerry? Are you one of those guys? You popping popcorn. You're sitting there. You've got your own notes. That I, I do. I do love the draft. The coverage of it uh, is nauseating. The, the pre-coverage of it, leading up to it, I do enjoy watching the draft itself. But I mean, geez, Louise, how many mock drafts and things are we going to go through? Because it's all you know, BS and smoke and mirrors until tonight and it's just like you said we really don't know and some of these gms are gambling themselves mel kuyper must know he has that giant binder i mean (laughs) you know what when we know is five years from now and do we ever sit around and go hey who had the best draft five years ago no everything moves on this is pretend Mm -hmm. well i mean you mentioned uh, montana Joe. The first quarterback taken in that draft was the throwing Samoan, Jack Thompson. And then Sims was the second, Phil Sims of the Giants, who was booed mercilessly in 79 with the number seven pick. Montana didn't go to the third round. The um, He'd get booed if he went back to, you know, for the fucking coin flip this week, though. Yeah. He's just not one of those guys people like. <laughs> but it's, I looked this up. Today, I was, you know, because I'm, I got all this time or something, but 470 quarterbacks have been taken in the NFL draft since 1980. 470. 17 quarterbacks have won Super Bowls since, in that time period. Wow. Only 17. 3.6% chance. And the thing is, is, is that the only success of a quarterback drafted? If he doesn't lead you, to win a Super Bowl, is it a failure of a, a draft? Uh, 
I disagree because you got guys like Marino, even a boomer Esiason, um, that that are really good quarterbacks. Great. I mean, Marino is one of the best quarterbacks ever, but. I, I think that's a narrow view, but I think it's a view a lot of people have these days. You have to be well, somebody. Let, let's be honest. For all the times that the Eagles were competitive, and they were competitive for like, I don't know, 14 seasons in a row, something like that, but it still feels hollow and empty to be an Eagles fan. The, the, the winning percentage doesn't work for you. If at the end of the '90s, as a Bills fan, do you sit around and go, "I'm pretty happy the way the '90s went," <laughs> or are you crushed? You're crushed. Soul ripped the fuck out. It's, I mean, it's hard for me to sit here and talk to New York fans who just stack up fucking championships. It's worse the bigger the city, because if you have like a great career and like a mid market, they can still say, you know, he did a lot of good for the community too. N- name a person like that. Oh, boy. I mean, who would you throw into that thing where, okay, he didn't get the championship, but he brought a lot of happiness? Because I think the people in Jacksonville expect a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they think, hey, let's just have fun just by playing. The people in Cleveland will not be satisfied till they get a Super Bowl. It's the only thing that matters. Maybe Mark Bulger. Rockin' St. Louis. Yeah, I think Mark Bulger could walk through a mall there and nobody would yell out his name. I think you have to go back to Archie Manning. Archie Manning, Kosar in Cleveland is probably still beloved there. But, all right, if you go back, was that before everyone expected a Super Bowl? And by the way, I hear they're talking about moving the draft out of New York because other cities want to pay for it. And I'm like, ahead. Uh, yeah. Does it bring well, love and thrill to New York? Well, I think that's also a sly move by the NFL to put all that stuff out there on the eve of the draft because they have to negotiate with Radio City. That, that's part of it. I mean, Why it's, does it's Radio City give a shit? They got Rockettes. Uh, I, I think it's a sly move by the NFL again. But yeah, I think you're right. Kosar, Archie Manning, that's before this expectation was there that... You know, you have to, you get your button when you win a Super Bowl, and if you don't do that, Philip Rivers, uh, right. you know, you're not, you're not going to be any good. Yeah, because I don't think the people in the 60s and 70s were thinking your life is a disaster without a Super Bowl. I mean, let's be honest, but I don't think that we think that your life is a disaster without a World Series ring. You know what I mean? No. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, he loved the game. He brought a lot to the game. That was great. No one's sitting around. No one ever says, I feel sorry for Ernie Banks the way they all feel sorry for Dan Marino. (laughs) Football is more about just winning the whole goddamn thing. Nothing else matters now. And I I would agree with you guys that if you go back far enough, it wasn't always that way. Hey, fans were just better then, and it's just it's too fucking crazy now. I don't know if it's about fans. I think the hype machine, you don't know where the 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 kind of sports media starts and ends because everyone feels like they've got their own blogs and podcasts. Well, don't you think it also has to do with... I mean, look at the Jets. I think the fans, maybe the media, something, all the shouting has to do something. The Jets traded up a few years ago to get Mark Sanchez. He was done after leading them to two AFC Conference Championship games. Right. 
They then draft Geno Smith, and 12 games into his career, people are like, ah, oh, this guy can't be a quarterback. He doesn't have it. And they, you know, they drafted him in the second round, and then there's talk of them drafting up today, and then they went and signed Michael Vick, who all along has said, I want to be a starter in this league. I want to be a starter in this league. Now, I know he said recently, I know it's Geno's job, but that might be some sort of psychological warfare on a young quarterback to make him be complacent or something. But it's, I mean, the Jets are just, they're, they're picture perfect for what's awful about trying to get a quarterback to lead your team. Just antsy, antsy, antsy. And normally you would say, got us to the championship game would be a pretty good draft pick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could sit around in any other business and say, oh man, we've had a lot of success. There was a lot of return on that investment that we made, but you don't do that. You have, there's one fucking winner and 31 just complete losers. Mm-hmm. Like, if we think about Denver's year last year, it, it's cringy. You do not let yourself think about, and the guy's set the record for fucking throwing touchdowns. And if you ask anyone, it was like, that was a pretty sad thing that this year was awful. <laughs> it's a terrible year to happen to a human being. And the fact is, you could even make the argument, like, I'm sitting here listening, you could make the argument, like, look how bad he played in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He was fucking god awful. Fucking yeah. joke. Everybody was sitting around going like this. What are we going to do in the second half now? <laughs> this blows. Everybody, except for Seattle fans, who spent the second half getting drunk and fucking kissing each other on the mouth. You know, I love you, man. I fucking love you so much. Team of Destiny! We did it. They all doubted us. Somehow, in our living room, we fucking did this. I hear Dynasty. That's all I'm fucking looking at right now. It's true. Um... Let's go over here to Jason in Detroit. Hey, Jason. Hey, Ron says. Um, I want to bring up a guy. I know he's not a quarterback, so I might go against what you're saying, but Bernie, uh, Bernie, Barry Sanders is beloved in Detroit. Yes, that's, not the, that's not the point at all. No one acts like we need a halfback to lead us to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And again, does anyone sit around and say that Dick Buckus's fucking career was a disappointment? He barely played on a winning team. And he probably still would be the number one linebacker for a lot of polls. And I don't know if that team ever hit 500 with him playing. Mm-hmm. No, it is, it is, it's the weird thing about that position of playing quarterback. It, it has to do with being a quarterback. Every other position, your legacy is built on your play. Right. You know, this is legacy it is play plus you gotta you gotta bring that championship in. And I don't even know on a professional level if you could even use words like leadership. I really don't know if a fucking offensive tackle needs to be led during the fucking game to block better. You know what I mean? It's weird it's weird when you like read stories about like guys coming into teams, beat any sport, and it's like he's a great leader in the locker room. Whereas the what does he actually do to get these guys to fucking... Like, hey, guys, yeah. we got to go out and get them. There's kids that care about us. <laughs> it's embarrassing on a professional level. Now they do those chants when there's one guy in the middle, and they're all chanting real fast, real fast. Like, <laughs> Well, well, well. Mr. Tommy Jonigan. Good to see you, pal. It's been a long time. Tommy Jonigan's going to be uh, at Levity Live tonight through Sunday in West Nyack. That's and his Comedy yeah. Central Half Hour airs Friday, June 13th. Yeah, that's all right. 
so sorry I'm late, guys. How you have you managed? A, you don't have to worry about a thing. I, I, I want to say it was a sign of uh, I'm from the Midwest, uh, and I got taken advantage of. Not it was not disrespect to the show. What, how, how come? Uh, what happened? I feel like I just look like a guy you take the long way with. Yeah. So I feel like that's what happened, and I don't know enough. Where did Where did you come in from? Astoria. Uh huh. To here. Yeah, yeah. And that's a I would say ten minute train ride. Yeah, yeah, literally ten minutes. I got on a I got in a cab. Oh, I'm such a uh, I'm afraid of. Uh, okay. Are you afraid of the subway? Not afraid, but yeah, yeah, yeah I'm afraid of the subway. Here's what I'm 31, and uh, the subway it terrifies me. But there's women that ride the subway. What are you worried about? A subway crash or, or getting no, raped? no, 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 getting raped, uh, getting uh, uh, wrong way, get it going completely yeah. wrong because these trains go forever. I don't know where. I don't know what happens if I mess up, how far off base I can be. But you would just get off the subway and you walk around the other side and you ride back the <laughs> other the way and you're fine. You know what I mean? It doesn't end and that there's nothing there. Yeah, I mean, maybe if, I mean, for you people from the city, you can do that, but. We stay in this dimension. We are not traveling <laughs> through other dimensions. Not even a transfer from Astoria. <laughs> Oh, straight really? Shot. No, it's straight, straight shot. shot. Yeah. There and are the mold what, what, people to worry about. Um, so it took about 50 minutes. Are you staying with somebody in the story? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing shows tonight, so I got in yesterday uh, and stayed with a friend. Now, you're in Los Angeles, California now, right? Yeah. Home of the Doors. That, to me, is a confusing place, and yet you're fine. I'm fine with that, especially because uh, I, I GPS in my dash. Yeah. If something goes wrong... I hit home and give up on all my plans and circle back. Mm. See, L.A. confuses me because there's no center to it, and you're never out of L.A. Yeah. And then you're like, like you could be driving in L.A. and say, "Can do you know where this place is? And people will go, no. Well, no, it must be in L.A. somewhere. Now that I live there, the best part is someone goes, hey, where, do you live in, I live in Los Angeles, and they're like, do you live in the city? And I just want to say, wow, you've never been. Because you asked that, so we should stop now. Right. Because no, do you live in the city? It doesn't even mean anything in Los Angeles. No, it doesn't. Uh, Los Angeles, to me, feels like you're driving through North Jersey, and you end up in Long Island, and there's nothing in the middle there. Nothing's holding us. Yeah, nothing's yeah. holding it to get together. We were talking about, I don't know why it wasn't built on the ocean. There has to be a reason for that. It wasn't built on the ocean? Why the city, the city center isn't... Butting up against the ocean. It's really an interesting point. Like, so Miami, there should be ports. New Orleans, yes. That's where you build your city around. And yeah, it's and just downtown LA doesn't make sense. Yeah, when you're at Long Beach, you're just like, okay, there's a port here, but then there's nothing around that. Yeah. It seems like someone built LA and someone didn't tell them how close to the beach they were. Mm. Like a the guy, they just <laughs> sold a bunch of permits to a guy. He's like, how far is the ocean? They're like, I don't know, it could be days. But we I, haven't even seen it yet. I wonder what if the city, you know, back when it was doing, it was more of an ag agricultural and even cattle city, right? At first. So maybe oh, that, that I don't was, know. yeah, that maybe that was their full point, you know? Like, gotta they keep were away like, from the water. Yeah, they were like cowboys, and like if you ever notice, you never see a cowboy swimming. You'll never hear like, you know who's a good fucking swimmer? That yeah. cowboy. It's just like they don't. Like Not some, in the ocean. Yeah, on a river. They will. He, he, they'll, they'll slink those boots off on a river. Don't they bathe in rivers? I just see them like cowboys water bathe in, in their river. hat and then down their back <laughs> yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Like I know they'll splash themselves clean from a horse trough. Yeah, they, they, they fall in those a lot. 
What's that? They, f- they fall in those horse troughs a lot. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I thought you had a, a mechanical problem there. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. I uh, did not. Uh, I just look so like I do. you got your half-hour comedy hour coming up. Yeah. This is my idea right now. Do it all now as a giant fuck you to Comedy Central. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You just gave away that material talking to your friends. Uh, did a half an hour feel enough for you, or did you? Feel you know, like- I did. It's the second one I did. I did yeah. one in '08 or '09, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people are doing hours now. Right. And I do like when I'm at Levity live this weekend. Uh, I'll do. That, that amount of time. Right. I just liked the idea of doing a half hour. I said no to an hour mm-hmm. uh, because um, I think ideally uh, I'll do one in a few years and I'll just be a better comedian and right. then also maybe uh, be a bigger name comedian, have a TV show where I can sell out uh, a theater. If I did an hour now, they would say, yeah, let's go do an hour. And then they would just email some casting lady and then they'd fill the audience with some of my fans and some people who don't even know what comedy is. You know, but here's the thing about the whole theater thing. I Did you see a Tells last yeah, one that great. you went out and did just clubs? Yeah, it's great. It's a better place for comedy as a club is a better place than a theater. Now, I understand from your point of view, you make less money that night. Yeah. You know, it's better to have more people paying, but there's something about a club that's so a lot of guys right. jump theaters early. My goal is to do the clubs until you get there, and they're you know, they're like we've sold out every show before you got into town. We added a show, so if you you know you do six shows, you sell them out, and you're there for three days. But mm-hmm. you can make that you can make more money than you would in a theater, but it's in three days, right? Or in a small theater. Yeah, and a lot of theaters have like union deals and shit like that. You're yeah, you really got to pay get, for the guy selling the Snickers. Yeah, you're getting a lot of uh, extra prices that and, you don't uh, have to deal with in the club. The, the downside on the half hour is they own it forever now. Mm. No matter what happens, they can air that and sell it. Right. And I've seen my money. Yeah, that's done. That's, yeah, yeah. You're you're ending up like one of those Brady kids. Like, wait, <laughs> this is still going on now? Yeah, yeah. This is still happening without me? I somehow got the Three Stooges lawyer to negotiate my contract. <laughs> I don't even, didn't even know he was still around. Did you ever see the late in life Three Stooges where they'd, you know, all post-stroke? I don't have any of my own money, and I know that everyone watches these shows. It was very sad. I, I, uh, Mo was the most depressing because yeah. he seems to be the alpha. Right. And he, I saw him at a point where he'd given up on everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, he's only the alpha in his little crew. He never, you never saw him fucking stand up to other people. Yeah. On the yeah. outside, those guys would take off. They would just start running when yeah. shit happened. Go, go try that uh, that two finger thing in the eye in the Bronx or whatever, <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> so you're doing well, but you're a family. You're a family man. Yeah, I got a little baby a now. Man. And yeah. a girlfriend and a baby. 19-month-old baby. A girlfriend and a baby. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Just does. saying it. 19 months old, though. That's... Walking and talking. Yeah. It's a person. A real person. She, we can have conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can be rude. She's, already, she's got to that age where she can be a rude yeah. person, so that's nice. I think that's a development for humans. When they realize oh, yeah. being rude is a power over someone. I don't have to be pleasant. I don't yeah, have yeah. to please people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I love having this baby. 
Um, but I'm not home every day, so I feel like I, I can understand how someone could hate it if they didn't get to leave for four days at a time. So as if we were giving out letter grades right now as, as being a father, where would you be? What would you give Me yourself? as a father? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, just because I travel, I'm probably in a B and uh, B minus. Yeah. Because See, I travel and then uh, I don't know anything. Right. About, I just know, which I don't feel like I should have to. I think it's not polite to say, but if we go by nature... I'm not, it's not in my bones to, to know how to care for the baby. Right. As a man, it's a spread the seed thing. Right. And as a woman, it's a nurturing thing. So you start now to, to me, sound like a low B. (laughs) (laughs) See, the thing is too, this is the only times that you can really score some good grades because the baby isn't old enough for you to go, you know, make a giant fucking mistake. With advice or anything. Yeah, I like worry that. about the mistakes we make now. We've, we're big on organic food. Yeah. With the baby, I eat. I eat anything that's. Out of, you know, I don't care how they made it. I'll mm-hmm. eat it. Uh, with my baby, I I feel like an asshole. Ask you don't have to. I pick up some chicken at Whole Foods, and I'm like, is this is this organic? <laughs> and then because I f- have the feeling, I immediately go, it's for my daughter. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I just keep digging this hole. And yesterday I bought salmon and I asked if there was any GMOs in it and realized I don't even know what GMOs right, are. I asked they if they were in bad. it yeah. and didn't even know if it could have been a thing that they only put in Turkey. It could yeah. have been a thing that somebody made up. But I, had he said, yeah, there's GMOs in that, I would have been like, you know what, I'm not going to take this not salmon. Do it. I'm big into no parabuns right now. Yeah. Don't even know what it means. Being a parent, I've never been a sucker more than any point in my other... If you put no or there's none added and add a word to it, Mm -hmm. I'll pay $9 for it. Now, what point are you going to start thinking about schooling? My girlfriend already is. Already? My girlfriend already knows the high school she wants our kid to go to, so she's figured out the private uh, uh, middle schools and grade schools that feed into that, which means we need to kindergarten and preschool that feeds into that grade school. Right. So she, we've already applied. She's doing classes with this with our kid uh, at 19 months old mm-hmm. at this preschool a year and a half before she's even eligible to get in so she can get in and then essentially go to the right high school. It's changed so much, hasn't it? Like this stuff, and you think it's not important. But it's oddly important to today's person. Today's person. My yeah. girlfriend is an Ivy League chick. Like okay, she went. That's a whole different to, thing. She's like a big. When she was in the fifth grade, she's older. She's uh, older than I am, so there was no internet when she was in the fifth grade. She called all the Ivy League colleges and had them mail her pamphlets. The the literature. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> and had younger. it stashed under her bed like yeah. porn. Yeah. And at fifth grade, she would get out and read about Harvard. And uh, knew it in the fifth grade. She, I didn't know that I wanted to go to college until I graduated high school. My friend said, where are you going to college? Mm-hmm. And I was like, where, where are you guys going? Right. And I went to the junior, junior college, which isn't even college to some people. And yet, that was... We had a, a kid in our school went to college, made the paper. Everybody <laughs> came down. You know, we were all waving them off in the train. The fucking school band came down. Because everybody went, we're going to go directly into the factories and our life will yeah. be set. It was considered the best. What do you What do you want, Chris? You're trying to hand me something? David Ungrus. Yeah, bring him in. Okay. You know David Ungrus, right? I've never met him, but I've, I know of him. Yeah. Um, 
We'll pick this up, though, and I'm sure he'll have opinions because he plays a principal in a school now. A new teacher show. Yeah, he's in uh, The Bad Teacher that airs Thursdays on CBS. Hey, bro, nice to see you again, man. This is Tommy John again, very funny comedian in L.A. We were just... Uh, we were just talking about schools because he's a father now, and yeah. now that you're, in my opinion, actually a principal because yes, you play I this. I do play well uh, on TV. You know, maybe you could help him out a little bit. Well, how old is your kid? How Nineteen old? months old. Well, you got time. Just cool out, okay, man. Where do you live? Uh, Miracle Mile in Los Angeles. I ask because, you know, in New York City is crazier. The um, private school thing is much crazier. Yeah. Do you really want to get into this? I pay so much money for this. Oh, my. We were, yes. we were already looking at, uh, uh, I'll say the number. I, yeah. It's not a, uh, it's a, it's a stupid thing. The, the preschool is uh, like 16 grand plus donations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't get the donations. I'm like, here's my donation. 16 grand! <laughs> yeah, I'm not donating. Well, here's no. the thing. The, with the donations is a way you make sure that you get your kid in. That's true. In New York City, you can't get into all the preschools. Your child could have their first failure, their first turndown yeah. at two, three years old. And they're really interviewing you. They say, we really encourage <laughs> our parents to... Yeah. Be a part Just, of it. Uh, be a the, part of our family. Yeah. This yeah. preschool is run by one woman, which to me means you just blackmail one person. Mm -mm. Right. You just need some information on one person. But what is it about in. her, do you think, that she, like everyone has their trust, that she's put together the best preschool? Because famous people, actors, yeah. Uh, yeah. comedians, David Allen Greer people, put their kids in there, and it gives it status, and then it gets okay. to feed into these other ones. Okay. My daughter went to a hip preschool. I mean, yeah. Johnny Knoxville, he'd be in the carport. Okay. Hey, what's up, Johnny? Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> um, who else was there? A lot of hip, cool people. But here's the thing. Rock you, stars. Do you feel better? that your child was playing with the jackass kid. You know what I mean? Like Her mom does. She's yeah. like, you know, I don't know. I know. Mean, hey, Tito Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Can our baby have a play date? It's all about the play dates. It's Tito. Yeah. It's Johnny <laughs> I didn't say A-list. I said, you know, yeah. in the ballpark. You know, whatever. See, here's the thing. Would you want your kid to go play at Johnny Knoxville's house well, with, you know, without thinking they're going to be diving down the I, steps? I don't. My daughter's six now, so it's yeah. a little better but when she was really young, I just didn't want her killed or maimed or murdered. So I I really was very nervous, you yeah. know, very nervous. Um, but for famous people, it's mostly the parents that want to come over. They, it's not the kids. It's like, right. yeah, yeah, I'll bring her over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whatever. No nanny stuff. They want to see where you we have. We have a, my kid doesn't have any poor friends. I don't like it already. Wow. It's, my kid only has friends with families that have nannies. Mm. See, that's where L.A. is different than New York, because no matter... How rich you are in New York, you still got to mix it up. That's Everybody true. ends up in the you yeah. know, on the same sidewalk in the same subway. Well, so on the train, yeah. When you're on the train, you know the kid still has to know how to deal, right. Like any street kid. Our nanny is the poorest person in my daughter's life, and my daughter boss is her boss. Yeah, yeah. So that's not the way you want her to grow up. Give right. you some advice: be yeah. nice to the nanny. Oh, I yes, love they her. They could write a book. They could, <laughs> yeah, I got to get one of those agreements, yeah. especially Schwarzeneggers. <laughs> Now, here's the uh, here's the thing too. Do you think like you guys are both concerned about your kids and their yeah. education at an early age? Do you think your dads once gave a thought? What, how's my kid doing in kindergarten? 
No. I'm not going to dawn on that my, generation of men. I only care because my girlfriend cares. Yeah. She, it's whoa, so whoa, whoa, important to her. Whoa, whoa. Girlfriend? What's, yes. What yeah, about? I have a baby with my girlfriend. Best of child. Oh, I best. gotta go. Yes. I do not approve of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on with child? you? Uh, we, we, we think about getting married. I just don't want to marry Thinking a chick that has it? a baby. <laughs> right? And right? stretch marks. <laughs> I right, agree with that. Straight out of the act. When I got married, you know, we were together for a long time. We, uh, she got pregnant on purpose. You know, we planned our daughter, and then she said, "We'll get married, and then we'll have a honeymoon." And I'm like, "That's not a honeymoon. That's a trip with a baby. Right? That's a difference." So you had <laughs> you had your baby before you got married, also. She had her baby. <laughs> before I was corralled into marrying her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're not taking full responsibility. No, I love my daughter. And, yeah. I, and there's no greater joy than when I drop her off and her mom goes in on me. I'm like, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, am I did it. Yes. I'm done now. I'm a good right. dad. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, like weekend dads, because they're the ones that are at the go-kart place. Store. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what to be a good dad. I have this debate. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying traveling uh, for stand-up, but I'm home so much, and when I'm home, I'm home way more hours than right. a working dad. And in my mind, I'm like, what do you have to do? You don't even have to do this much to be a good dad. My dad wasn't around. I still love him. Yeah. Uh, I got a stepdad I love. You can, whoa, whoa, I could whoa, whoa, just whoa. not Wait do anything. Flag on that. You have a what? I have a stepdad, too, and I love this it's, guy. Yeah. So my mom's divorced. Can, let me ask you something. Are you all right? No, I'm, I'm totally fine. I don't know you. I don't know you. I hope you feel honest with me. The stepdad, uh, he didn't ever, you know. No, 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 no. Everything's um, cool? Is it appropriate Everything's cool. Okay, cool. I this just want to know. an appropriate question. You gotta ask. You gotta ask. I was in a movie about uh, this child molester. It was called The Woodsman. And I took this girl and I was like, oh. yeah, you're going to love this film. And she got really quiet. And I'm like, this is a crazy part. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with you? And she said, it just reminds me of my childhood. And I said, you're crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was no nookie that night. That, that's why I won't talk too long with Teddy Dancers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't, don't give me a backstory. Let's just yeah. keep this thing going. Yeah, you know? I I don't do the strip clubs anymore. I used to, you know, when yeah. I was younger, two or three years ago. But um, I don't. I find it boring. Don't you? Uh, you know, no, not You're yet. <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. Yeah. No, no, no. I am. Uh, I'm never going to suggest it, but. If you suggest it before the question's done, I'm saying yes. I've got a, I've got a handful. Of, I'm ready. At any moment, I'd go right now. You would go. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. Uh, Bad Teacher airs Thursdays on CBS, 9.30. And then you're playing that uh, the Baltimore Comedy Club, May. Well, you know, who can't uh, love Baltimore? Yeah. The Comedy Factory? Uh, the factory, the museum. I just have listed else. as Baltimore Comedy Club. Very generic. Yeah. yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I it my... seems like they may have just built it for your weekend. <laughs> Perhaps. This is a possibility. You're already... Comedy factory? Comedy museum? Comedy gymnasium? What? I don't know. It's comedy something over there in Baltimore. Well, I hope you know before you get off the plane... Me too. It seems oh, like you can't just tell the cab. Oh, Take me to the comedy a, club. Take me to your yeah. local comedy, comedy source. It's happened. One time my agent, he's no longer my agent, goes, uh, David, what are you doing this week? Nothing. Well, there's been kind of a mix-up. Can you get down to Orlando? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Because he booked me in a club and never told me. And I'm like, that's your fault. I'm not going down there. You get down to yeah, Orlando. We don't work together anymore. No, we don't you got to. Together. Now, Tom Waits used to do a thing to keep his life interesting. Whatever town he went to, he said, take me to the hotel named after the president. So he would always, <laughs> I'm at the Roosevelt Hotel. It's always kind of a men's hotel that have those presidential names. Well, I loved Tom Waits. I must have seen him at least five times yeah. when I was in college. First came to New York. Love, love, loved him. Yeah. Many, I, last time I saw Tom Waits was in Largemont Village in L.A. in a Volvo station wagon with kids in the back. Oh, man. I was like, dude, really? Tom Waits? He's a dad. Yeah, he's a dad. Yeah. It's all behind him now. It is. And, you know, at one point he played the piano before he just started banging on pipes or whatever <laughs> he's doing now. Well, I saw him do a solo on a cash register. And when <laughs> yeah. I was, this is in Ann Arbor, Michigan, I was like, Get so right cool. up. I know that song, too. <laughs> yeah. He just sits there and just pounds on a yeah. old cash register. Until my white friend goes, you know, he comes from a middle class white family. I'm like, yes, dream killer. Now I know. He was now, a bum. He was born on a train. <laughs> he was a hobo. Where do you use the term hobo? No, it doesn't get used much. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I still use homo, but people correct me all the well, time. Well, you can't say that. Yeah, you can't, you can't say, say that. that. I, oh, I heard, like, I was on Loveline, mm. and a guy called up, and he identified himself as a man who has sex with other men. And I was like, time out. That's gay, right? <laughs> oh, David, why, why are you so hateful? I'm yeah. like, that is a definite. Again. You're like, they don't like to use that term. I'm like, okay. okay. So you can't say right, it. It's can't done. Say anything. That's out, that's out yeah. the window. Well, how do you, you refer yeah. to yourself as a man who... Well, I refer to myself as a man who what? I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, you well, I've never referred to myself as a man who does anything. Okay. That's right, never cool. come up in my so life. Sexuality doesn't play into your life. No, no, just I have a I have a girlfriend. I feel like that establishes... But you well, no, he just open. had a baby, so yeah. I think maybe he's... You leave everything that. open. I mean, if you met the right guy... You know, uh, wow. I don't think so, but you know, I'm I'm young. It seems like it could happen. Look at Shelby. Oh boy, what's up, dude? <laughs> See? See what I mean? I mean, that could turn people. Shelby could turn people. Yeah, yeah, rotate my chair. Oh, done it before? <laughs> I've done, did you just say I've done it before? Turn people? Or? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the actor so, uh, St. Louis, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's, un yeah. it's uncomfortable. Hey, guys, good seeing you guys again. I'm uh, step out now. Okay. Okay. Hey man, good good luck. You too. Thank you. Do you have a Do you have a son or a daughter? I have a daughter daughter yeah girls are the best i didn't want a son i yeah. didn't want to see me in you know a child's face you no. know what i mean i agree bruce willis just had his fifth daughter in a row oh, i think boy. it's the way to go i would say four and a half i've seen that one with the big job <laughs> that's, oh, you know that's his little girl guys you know? this man is funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bruce willis's daughter a rumor <laughs> yeah yeah see you knew the one I, I now we've I, named I, her that's David. i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that i wouldn't i mean, I, I love my daughter i love being a parent i really didn't expect that uh so you know that's all just you know women never say i never thought i would like this but it's good <laughs> well they can't well my ex-wife did about oral sex sex uh -huh. uh, kissing <laughs> just being around me you know those at a certain point three main areas i've had my fill <laughs> <laughs> i am i am enough is enough <laughs> just push the plate of david i'll agree back oh, yes, boy. Yes. been uh, there oh. done that Oh. Yes, yes. But you, uh, you're holding off, and you don't know when you're going to get married. We don't even know if. It doesn't scare you. 
Marriage, I just, I don't believe in it as a thing yeah. anymore. I think it's it's a it's an old thing that we should move past. But I can't change society. So yeah. if I feel like at some point my daughter's going to feel like her family isn't stable, we'll get married for my daughter for no other reason. And your than girlfriend's with not. Baby. Your girlfriend doesn't make any kind of crazy. No, she's she, she's anti-marriage. Also, we, we I found someone who uh, agrees in the. It, if we didn't have a baby, we would never even have thought about it. How long, can, may I ask, how long have you guys been together? Four years. Mm. And does she, does she, what does she do? For She's a career? television executive. That's a pretty good deal. You Money. Should, you should get married Independence. Yeah, you, you should just make sure. Because I heard you've got down. a room just for your cigars. Not yet. Mm. Oh, boy. I have a tiny box for them. <laughs> oh, boy. Just you like, need a you room? Yeah. That's a lot of cigars, dude. <laughs> I'd love a room. Take love. a look at them all, just stroll around. I have a wine so, uh, te yeah. tequila closet, is really <laughs> what it is. But, That's um, more of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me. I take sips of all the bottles every night. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the tequila problem. Uh, problem. Now it's the tequila wow, problem. Wow, yeah, it's really... I'm going to go sit in my alcoholism for the next hour. <laughs> oh, come on. So judgmental. I have a yeah. little uh, cupboard that's right... It's I, it's a door. It's got my cigars and my booze in it. Mm -hmm. And it's right next to my daughter's door. Right. So I have this uh, moment every time I'm quietly taking the childproof lock and opening it. I'm being quiet so I can get just drunk in my home, but I have to be cigars. quiet Do you have a next favor. to that door. You got the booze in there, you got the uh, cigars. Just yeah. throw in a gun. Just keep it <laughs> as weird as possible for the kid. I don't, I used to smoke cigars all the time, but yeah. you know, I don't call me, I'm not, you know, judging you, but you know, I just would never want to smoke around my child because I just love Cherish her too much. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> that's me. That's, you know, that's nice. me. I, your world is your world. You don't I don't believe in marriage. I, even know, you know. I, I don't believe in marriage. Um, uh, I don't smoke around my daughter. I mm. feel like dots are being connected. Don't smoke around the daughter. Yeah, okay. But the, the cigars are kept near her room. I think it's already fine if you smoke around the kid anyway. <laughs> I grew up in a... <laughs> our school was surrounded by so many factories, and there was just smoke. Some days on our recess, we weren't allowed to go outside because of the pollution. And I'm uh, <laughs> fine. Oh, I'm fine with but wait, it. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I yeah. grew up in a time when smoking section on a plane yeah. was a sign. Right. And they smoked from row 10 forward yeah. and 11 back. There was no smoking, yeah. but that's where it was. So the good seats were smoking. Yeah, the good seats were smoking. But you, but you understand there was, and we thought, oh, they're smoking over there. We won't get yeah. killed. But no, if it was like this, if you want to bitch a smoker, sit in the fucking back. That's, yeah. that's what the airlines felt about it. My dad smoked. My yeah. dad smoked in the car, you know, and he'd be smoking. You know, you kids. Well, when he was there, when he was present. But uh, it was like that in my house. He quit. Like, he yeah. went from cigarettes to cigars to pipes. Pipes were the coolest. Right. Because they smelled cool. They smelled like yeah. cherries and stuff. And he finally quit. But, yeah, it was the 60s, the 70s. We just, yeah. it was out there. I mean, it was, you know. My dad smoked palm oils, just unfiltered palm oils. Wow, that is amazing. One after the other? Yeah, that just one man. after the other, going, God, what did I do wrong? What happened? That is oh, a dead man, yeah. but that is a man. But then it was like this. Yeah, I remember what happened. Fucking World War II. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, I smoked cigarettes when I was in graduate school, but I never enjoyed it. It was not. A big deal, but I do smoke cigars. I smoked cigarettes in elementary school, but we would share the cigarette like a joint. Like we would. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Did your parents never get married? Because <laughs> <laughs> are 
you a bastard child? No, Catholic. Oh, oh Very interesting. Catholic. So you, yeah. you did it the good way. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I did it the way that Jesus Thank and George you. Washington yeah. wanted us to. Thank stuff. you. So the way I should do it is get married oh, no. and then oh, no. divorce. Oh, no. Oh, what are you saying, sir? <laughs> well, the, 18, saying if we're the 18 months I had were rocky. You know Not what? all good, but we were together. You know something? This doesn't need to be confrontational. You know, know what I mean? What These are this? three buddies yeah. sitting around discussing. This could be a show right here. Yeah, but last you time know? I was here, you didn't have young gun comic who's going <laughs> to take him down. Right, that was the thing. And you know, you were welcome. Yeah. Hey, old black guy, we have a black president. <laughs> Come on, man. God. Uh, Everybody's on your side. But do Tony. like do yeah. we do we seriously have a black president? <laughs> well, half, of, half black. No. Yeah. Not for long though. You know. Yeah. That's that his term is about to end. So. Then we'll get what well, we, we get a woman, a white woman. Then we get a woman theoretically. But yeah. you know, when we I go, go back to white, uh, yes. So you can't, you, we can't jump a, into black woman. Yeah, I'd say for seventy-five to hundred more years. We're, right. Yeah. The street guns. But wait, you know, when I when I perform around the country, one of the questions always I go like, "Hey, are you guys ready for Hillary?" And to the T, boo, no. There's always two, right. like in San Francisco, Berkeley chicks who clap vigorously. Yeah. So but I'm not feeling... According old. to the Funny Bone poll, oh, Hillary is not... Funny Bone, Dinglings, and yeah. Chuckalucks. <laughs> well, I mean, I find it interesting because when Barack Obama first became elected and that, that, that rush to that final election, you would say Barack Obama. It was like damn near a standing ovation. Yeah. So... Yeah, it is the yeah. you know Dinglings Comedy Club, but I don't sense a lot of excitement. No, I don't know if we'll ever have another president of any kind now. Like people are just exhausted yeah. like, arguing back and forth. Well, Boehner, he's of what yeah. color is he? He's tan. Yeah, he's kind he's, of orange. Yeah, if I had to pick a color, yeah, 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 be yeah, orange. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if we need presidents anymore. Maybe we just go at our. We should just have a dollar sign sitting in that chair <laughs> and just really accept what's happening. That would be a great just religion where we just sit and just. Oh, that religion's yeah. been here for a while. Yeah. We have another religion. We have the draft, the NFL. That's a religion, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, across the street. Oh, across the street. What's happening? Nothing. They're sitting in a room waiting for you to choose a player you know nothing about that hasn't yeah. done anything. And they I'd rather watch bingo. I really would. I think How did be they more turn exciting. this into an event? I'm they like have. super amazed. It's too crazy. It uh, it's also an event where uh, for weeks now people have been talking about who's going to be the thing. ESPN is now in just Fox News or CNN. Where now I have to sit and listen to you guess at a thing that I'll know, I'll know for a fact in oh, in two days that you're right or wrong. I'll this just wait for two days. Very ESPN. Hey, guys, let me throw something down on the table. Michael Jordan, greatest basketball player ever. <laughs> what if he played football? I'm throwing it to you guys. He's in the draft. We know his record from his basketball um, career. He's not 50. He's 22. Go. Who's going who's gonna to draft him? Uh, you know what's when, great, though? People get paid to do that. What you just did Yeah, but it's not like, like this. Okay, yeah, Muhammad Ali is never going to fight Mike Tyson. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag fight of the century. You're just constantly oh. asking us to tweet and hashtag, and you just want to look at your TV and say, "I'm tired. I don't. I want. I don't want to be Dude. active here." Well, think about it. If you ever went for a job or an audition where, okay, you played your season that's on tape, then you did a day where they just auditioned you, then mm -hmm. you came in for a private meeting, mm -hmm. then they did a sit down, then they did a psychological test. This is what the NFL yeah. is now. 
They uh, this the Michael Sam one. That's going to be the one that's going to get them through. There's three days of it now. That one's going to get them through the tail end of it because generally people stop watching. Right. But Michael Sam, that's once day one's done. They'll shift to his Michael Sam getting drafted. Well, then, you know, before the combine, they thought he was going to go high. Right. He's gay. And then they went to the combine, and he ran like a gay guy. I mean, he really... <laughs> what does that mean? Hands like what does this. that mean? Well, you know, his hands were up. Well, I think, you know, I'm... I'm you seem like a great guy. Um, I think Michael Sam is not his gayness. He did come from a family. Apparently, his parents didn't get married. They just had a baby, you know. And the father did smoke cigars. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I love comedy. He That's all that happened. He, before he was gay, he's the top defensive player in the SEC. Those guys go first and second round. Everybody right. thought that. Michael Sam's going to go first, second round. As soon as he said he was gay, they immediately, without saying because he's gay, he's not going to get drafted, <laughs> right. they were like, you know, you think he's a little slow. He's maybe, maybe a six-rounder. <laughs> he became awesome. slow awesome. all of a sudden. I don't see it. Uh, Bucky, uh, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't mind the gay stuff. I don't like him. This not be the first time that a gay guy got picked last. You know what I mean? Like, but, but think this of it like happened. this. Manti Teo. Do you remember him? Yeah. He was in love with a fictional <laughs> chick. He yeah. was in love with the dude. <laughs> On a computer, yeah. Right. Yes, but wait. He is totally matriculated. Yeah. He is pretty good football career, and you never hear about him. Yeah. If you would have told me that two years ago, I thought he would be killed by his teammates. I never predicted. We never hear about him. There is no controversy. He immediately got injured as soon as he went to the Chargers. David, okay, well, maybe I was wrong about that. I um, would uh, keep you here forever, but you got to go because you're going around and pushing bad teacher. I do. Thursdays, CBS, 930 and uh, I'll see you next time coming through, yeah, all right, man. buddy? Always good seeing you Always guys. good seeing you again. Nice good to meet you. I hope the show goes well. And thank you, and invite me to your wedding, because I want to... Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. It depends on what preschool your kid yeah. went to. Yeah, we get everybody we got to have a really... It goes yeah, that Tito preschool place. Preschool. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll see you guys. See you, man. Bye-bye. Always fun. David Allen Greer, Bad Teacher airs Thursdays on CBS 930, and he'll be just playing... The Baltimore Comedy Club. Fez, do you mind if I take the water you gave David Allen Greer that he didn't open? It's all yours. All right. Why didn't Tommy get a water for himself? Was it because I was late? Okay. Let's see how that could happen. That was very funny. Oh, I appreciate it. That was very uh, funny. I um, couldn't tell if uh, he w uh, actually liked me, and I couldn't tell if I liked him. Well, here's the thing. There's always that thing of when two comics are in the room together, they can't stop circling <clears throat> each other. No yeah. one's going to attack, but they just want to say, look, if I had to, if I had to, I mean, this, if this goes roast. If this goes roast, <laughs> I want to let you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm not married. Yeah. That's that's the one you're going for. But that is his thing. That's what he does. But I've never I, seen his act. He seemed like a nice guy. He's very funny. Um, you know, he's got a great acting career as well, though. You know, like yeah, he looks good. Yeah, money, money, people with money don't crack. That's what they say. It doesn't crack. Yeah, yeah. Where whites crack, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm already whites. cracking. Whites crack. If I had, to, if you had to guess, how old you were? How I, well, how, how like by you feel when, when Chris Stanley wakes up in the morning, how old does he feel? Forty-five. Shit. Forty-five? No. Maybe sometimes it's fifteen. Other times it's seventy. 
five. You know yeah. what? The thing about you is you can play young. Yeah. I could probably get you in the Porky's reboot if I wanted to. But as the weird kid that no one likes. I'll be like 40, one of those 45 year olds still playing high school. Well, the weird thing about you is you look young and old. Like we could took, take your face. It, break and, it into pieces. Yeah, break it into pieces and put it on tap dancers, like old 1930s tap dancers. <laughs> I was in the role, like the running for Benjamin Button. Not many people know that. I didn't see it. Is it good? Is it a good movie? Eh, it's okay. Brad Pitt got it instead of you. Yeah. yeah. What's he? Came down to the wire. We should uh, We should break. Uh, why don't you just say this? I see you're hurting a jerk. You made me so nervous before David. He kept doing this. I know. I fucking made a bad move. What are you doing? Robert Kelly is here, and uh, we should take well, a break. Well, that's going to be more circling. Yeah. I, I think he Gross and I know, know of each other enough that it'll be nicer. But uh, no, that was really nice, by the way. Okay. David Allen Gray. That went really well. You didn't enjoy it? Um, I didn't enjoy because I didn't know how I was doing, and I also didn't know if there was a, if there was a. a he he made it where, and I I'm really bad at not yeah. hiding when I don't uh, like, like someone. somebody. All right, so we'll I was trying to figure out if I liked him or not. Right, we'll talk about that when we get back. Yeah. But this is a safe place for you. I'm gonna watch out for you. Okay, oh, thank God. Except for if Kelly starts anything because he's a mad dog. So I'll let that go. We'll be right back. Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits. Tommy Jonigan is in studio with us tonight through Sunday at Levity Live in West Nyack. Um, since he just passed the round against David Allen Greer, we're now bringing in our next calendar challenger, <laughs> Robert Kelly. Robert, good to see you, buddy. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, my man. Good to see you, too. Uh, you're <laughs> at the Chance in Poughkeepsie, New York on Saturday. And yeah. then Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me Live podcast, this time with Jim Norton as the celebrity marriage counselor, Village Underground on May 20th. Yeah, May 20th. We went so good the first time that we're doing it again. And uh, Voss is obsessive. We got, don't, let's do it again. This might be the thing. <laughs> well, this let, might be my, I have a movie. I talked about this a little bit on the air. You in that executive producer role. Right. Boom. What a show you ran! <laughs> what a professional show! I, li I you know what I uh, I like doing it. This I like. Uh, so many jokes going to come out of this. I like being behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. Because you know, you ever see something happen and you're like, ugh, stupid. Right. The lights don't. Why'd you turn the lights on now? That music stinks. You should be doing this. Right. You ever watch a show and just rip Always. it apart? I'm in a show. <laughs> I say the same thing about people don't love to produce things the way they used to. Right. But that is the power position. Right. Yeah. I liked produce. I produce my own live podcast, which uh -huh. I'm. But now I got it to the point where I can throw. I wanted to get it to the point where I could put any of my shows on the network. Right. Um. In in the live situation, and 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 make it. Uh, 
kind of unique to that show. Yeah. Because I didn't want it to be like my show, a table, and we all just, you know, bashing right. each other and have a special guest. I wanted it to be like a therapy session. So, uh, and now I, I want to throw like Davey Mack's show I want to do live. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do Dr. Steve's show. I want to do every show live. So I, I kind of like that producer kind of sitting back, picking the music, picking the way it looks. Because all that shit matters. I sure think. it matters. Yeah. The lights, when the lights come on, I think it all matters to the show aspect of it. Or when yeah. you come out, what song you come out to. That was uh, but, great. I had more fun that night than I oh, can you tell f- you. You just fucking, you, you and Bonnie, Voss is the greatest straight guy. Yeah. People call him stupid. Right. They don't get that he's playing Set the role. Set everything up. You yeah. guys were slamming so fast, and you, but you would just sit back and listen, and then you would say shit that was like, oh my God. But it was funny, but it was real. Like it, yeah, wasn't, right. it wasn't like a slam. It was like the exact, yeah, I, you guys are fucking nuts. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to work for them either. Yeah. But I feel like I passed the torch. <laughs> my, during yeah. my era, yeah. they stayed. Yeah. So you're going to have we have Jim Norton going to try. This, on the other hand, I don't know. Yeah. Because Jimmy, let's face it, he's not a relationship yeah, guy. Yeah, disconnected, there, a disconnected tranny lover <laughs> trying to save a marriage. Are you there know? other couples, or is everyone just trying to fix Rich it, and Bonnie's it's, it's, marriage? Yeah, their, their podcast is called My Wife Hates Me. Okay. It should be called Everybody Hates Me. <laughs> uh, but it's it's about their marriage, and, and, and they do the show once a week, and it's just a nightmare. It's like they fight. I mean, he's made her cry, <laughs> which yeah. is sad, but he's made her cry on the show with his uh, craziness. But this, this is the scary thing about two comics being together yeah. because she'll cry and he'll think, oh, this is good for the show. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, this is going well. Yeah, but you she's know? one of the funniest, fastest she's people on the planet. unbelievable. Yeah, she'll really... Uh, and he, he, you know, he's stupid sometimes. And she's highly intelligent. It's a weird relationship. I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah. Like, she definitely fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely well, fucked so, up. I mean, maybe she down. fucked up. Maybe she, yeah. She maybe down. she's just thinking to her parents, you happy now? You see what you did? Yeah. Now, now what happened? Uh, now but, nobody's happy. But see, Bonnie It's like one of those ones that just kills right. everyone in her room. Nobody's alive now. But see, here's the and thing about boom. Bonnie, and, and all women don't have this. You also want a Bonnie... Penis? Yeah. You want Bonnie to like you, like as a person. Yeah. So you're naturally on her side. And yes. Voss is like, why are you ganging up? Why are you always on her side? Yeah. I go, I just have to. I want to be on her side. I want her to go, oh, that was good. Well, do you feel like you're, you just want to be with the winner? You know what I mean? No, I just, there's something in her personality. You know what I mean? Yeah, that you want to hang out with her and you want her to go, oh, that was funny. That was good. She's just a legitimately one of the funniest people she's I know. So she, fast. She wrote down a day in the life of Rich Voss, like just, just to show everybody how miserable he is. Yeah. And it was just like minute by minute of just what it, it was like, ah, oh, we're never going to get through the fucking tunnel, fucking cocksuckers <laughs> all the way to 1 a.m. And she had timestamps, 1 a.m. leaving the comedy cellar after a night of fun and, and, and with friends. Ah, oh, fuck. What time is the tunnel going to be? Tra- it's going to be traffic again. <laughs> Just that's what she. It was just like, oh my god, who the fuck would think of that? She's she's really brilliant. She's very funny, really funny. By the way, there's no stuff, Louis C.K. But funny. Here's the thing: I saw the the previews on you on Louis C.K. and it's so goddamn funny. Yeah, Louis, man, that fucking show. The new season is. I mean, I can't. He took a year off. Right. I don't. Who the. F- Larry David. If he, you were going to ask who, he right. took a year off. Larry David took a few years off. 
Really? In between on but, curb, but, curbs. But to be honest, wait a minute. That is after he had curb for what, like eight years or something. Louis had like this show for two. Yeah, it should be push time. It was just the prime of his yeah, yeah. show. Oh, you're meaning took a year off? Yeah, when it was after in the top. Two, two years. It's like here we are. I I literally changed the way things are done. Yeah, now, things are done differently. I set a curve. Right. My shows at its, and he said, "All right, I'm out." I'm out. I'm gonna go make it better and take a year off. And then he he did it. He made it. I think it's yeah, better it's crazy. than it was. And it came back strong. Yeah, it's, it's a great so, show. The first two episodes were so bizarre that they're not even like TV. It's I mean, they're weird, so right? strange. It's, yeah, but it make it's like I don't want it to be a half hour. I want it to be a couple hours. Yeah, I want to see where he goes. But I love how, like, he could totally put himself in this Seinfeld position, the because he is there. But he put yeah. himself in my position, right, on that gig. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh my god, he's just so like the, he's like. I've been there. I've been on those gigs. I've been the piece of shit yeah. that fucked up and had some guy. If you know the, the when he went, you know. It's five o'clock show. I know, but it's five. I've, yeah, but it's but isn't it like arguing the point, idiot? That means four thirty. Get here. You, you're so such not a fucking headliner. You know, I've done the. I did an Indian wedding. This is the the ego of a comedian, is that we just say yes. Because we will do it, yeah. Where is it? Years ago? I'm... I did an Indian wedding. It was years ago in New okay. York City. And that my, my guy just said, yeah, I got a wedding for you. It's 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 $1,000. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. You got to do 15 minutes. Okay. And uh, it was down at the Marriott down in, in downtown, right at the tip. And uh, I walked in. It was just all Indian people in series. And it was just elegant, oh my God, million dollar <laughs> affair. And me, and I had a... I had some t-shirt with some stupid saying on it, <laughs> and I think, I believe I had a stain on it, because I ate wings at the cellar before I left, and I yeah. got some wing sauce on it. I just thought it was a gig, and they bring me out of the curtain, and you could hear the waiters and waitresses kind of laughing as I went out there, and I didn't know what a Siri was. I was like, look at, what you, look at this. <laughs> what, what do, you, where do you get that? That's colorful. You look like a, like a colorful taco. And I just started, like... Being racist and, right. and just awful, and uh, the guy just grabbed them. This Indian dude just came over and went, "Okay," and he grabbed the microphone out of my hand. But what were they expecting to get? What were a talented person? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody who wasn't going to offend everybody and maybe dress up for the night. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone who's a professional. Wow. But you've been to weddings. Could a comic work at any wedding you've no. ever been to? That no. what that is is it's a couple. And the wife is like, we have to get them something that no no one else will get them. Let's get right. them a different gift. And then the husband's like, a comedian? We'll get him a comedian at the wedding? No one will ever do that. Yeah. No, he's... I had this. And then he, Wing Sauce, the comic, comes out. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're his favorite comedian. Yeah, his. Not your father's. Not your Aunt Peggy. Not not your grandmother. That I have, I have a CD. You should yeah. have done that. It wouldn't have ruined everyone's night. I did a bar mitzvah once. I did a bar really? mitzvah. Yeah, I just rolled I in. Came, I came up in the Midwest, so I never did these... I just did bad one-nighters in bad clubs. I never did weddings and yeah. firehouses. That's a big thing up here. I've done old folks' homes. I did an old folks' home with Rich Voss once. 
and and Pete Corelli. I remember me and Pete Corelli mm. have done. And it's like I did the first one. You think I would say no to the second one, <laughs> but I'm like maybe I can get him this time. Like I think I got the the set. I think I can do it. Well, and the second time you know it's the whole it's a whole new audience by the time you go back. Yeah, it's the, it, it's the only time where your actor doesn't have to turn over. The audience does. Here, here's here's the thing with those gigs is there's no stage. It's a microphone, and it's usually a microphone from Radio Shack with an on-off button. So you're gonna actually switch the mic off with your thumb yeah. just by accident and be like, wait, 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 wait. oh wait, sorry. And there's it's a horseshoe. So there's like a big dance floor in front of you, empty. So people are off to the and they just go down like you're yeah. playing a football field at one at one end. And, but the comic ego is so amazing because I've been in these situations so many times. I got asked to do a fire station last year. Like I have money in the bank. I own a house. I'm doing all right. And I was like, I don't know. Let me check. Like, and I checked my dates, and I was booked. But if I wasn't, I was you like, done it. I, I did uh. a thing, a benefit. You do benefits, right? No, I say no to all of them. You say no. All, why? Don't you? Uh, don't you help people? Not particularly. Not a lot. Really? I help. I give money. When I have money, I'll give money to somebody. Benefit shows. In my mind, it's not. I, I don't think it's benefiting as much as it. Uh, as it would just if they had dumped more money into it. But I th- but don't you think, you think that the show hurts? <laughs> I think people. I did uh, one of the only times I've ever done a benefit was they they called it a corporate and they paid a lot of money, and then it went so poorly yeah. that they tried to hold the check and they said people that would have donated pulled out. Right. They said you've cost this money. Right. It was like a Ronald McDonald House type thing. Yeah. So I feel like the show's going to go so badly. If they're not wanting me to do comedy there, that it yeah, hurts it benef- the benefit side. Benefits are a roll of the dice. I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but I mean, I always do them because I feel like I am such a piece of garbage that I for what I do for a living that I'm I'm literally faking it. I've been faking it since I was twenty, mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid to do this, so I will give back to the police or the fire, like uh, or cancer or you know. Yeah, I kind of do them, but. I did one with Nick DiPaolo, a police, you know, the, when the, the Boston bombing. Right. They called me up, some cops. Uh, we want to do a benefit for the guy who, the MD, MI, uh, MIT cop who got killed or whatever, right? I was like, absolutely, I'll do that. I'm from Boston. This cop got killed. So we go down and do it. I go, listen, here's the deal. We need a stage and a microphone. And I need you to have, uh, you know, some type of light. That's what we need. We can't just do this show. Absolutely, you know, cop. Dude, whatever you need, Bobby. All right, we show up. It's in a bar. Three-story bar. Irish pub down in wherever. I don't even know. I've never been to this part of New York. Like, that that place. We're like, this exists? What, what What's Panama Street? I don't, where the, I don't know where that is. Panama Street. Right? So, so <laughs> we, we go in, and uh, Gary Goldman's there, and I got Nick DiPaolo to do it. So... So so we go in and um, the guy's like, "All right, you ready to go?" I'm like, "Where's the stage?" It's the it's the front window of the bar, and there's just cops talking and screaming everywhere, Boston and New York cops. So uh, I'm like, "We need a microphone." So the guy gets the mic. I go, "Listen, someone's gonna shut these people up." The guy goes, "Give me this." He goes, "Listen, shut the fuck up." Hey, this is Sergeant Blah Blah Blah. Shut the fuck up. Everybody stops talking and looks at this guy, and then they laugh and go, ah, and they go back to talking. And he goes, all right, give it up for Gary Goldman. <laughs> Gary walks out. <laughs> He's 6'6". Six, six. Right. He walks out. He does a joke about the Patriots. He goes, like, nothing. It's so loud. And he goes, 
Again. <laughs> he does the joke again, like maybe they didn't hear it. <laughs> then he looks at me and he goes, Bobby, I can't. I can't. I, I do can't. It. So I just go over, I grab the microphone, I start smack, you know, just go up, I start screaming, just screaming at people. You guys are motherfuckers. Fuck mm. you. Some lady walked, two girls walked by, I go, look at these hot chicks. Wow, one of them. <laughs> and, and the other one, the ugly one, stopped and went, what? I go, how did you know it was you? <laughs> right? <laughs> then Nick DiPaolo sees me from the glass, just sees my face. Fat bald head with a wrinkle, just all sweaty and red. He leaves. He doesn't even show up. He <laughs> <laughs> just sees him from outside. Yeah. He goes, I'm out of here. He might as well saw you getting See, beat up in there. I don't. I'm not as big of an asshole as uh, oh, I just don't do benefits. But yeah. I feel like that didn't help. It, I've done that good ones cop. though. I've done like really good ones. Like the Patrice benefit was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a different. One. Or if like if people are actually like, oh, we're a huge fan. We're going to put the show together. This people I, will donate. I, I think you're right, though. Story. I think for for certain benefits, it's like I've done benefits that went well, but majority of them go wrong because there's too much of a. Cops, yeah, yeah. There's too much of a. You know what I mean? But you know, how do you if you go back to what Louis' show was about that night? Yeah. All these really super rich people. Yeah. They're not going to give money unless Jerry Seinfeld comes there and you know yeah. jumps on a pogo stick. They got to see. But something. Jerry Seinfeld does knows how to do those. Yeah. Like I just watched his one on transcendental meditation today. Yeah. On YouTube, and it was the it looked like the same gig. What? It really looked like his. That gig from Louis, and people were eating all these rich, rich yeah. white people, and he went out and he had a whole thing about, you know, what happened to him on the way, and tr- and it kind of segued into trans- Seinfeld, yeah, and it was amazing. He was up here for the meditation thing before too. He was very David Lynch. There's a lot of people. Who else has done it? Lena Dunham. I yeah, Colin really, Quinn. Colin Quinn. I got mad at Quinn about it. I called yeah. him up. I go, I want to do this. Why haven't you tell me about it? I go, what, what's your mantra? He goes, I can't tell you. I go, dude, I don't have the 1500 to go take the course. Yeah. Can you just give me a mantra and give me a couple tips? I can't do that. I like, won't give you the mantra. I've heard, I've heard about that. They just won't. Well, it's you 1500. Get, yeah, but it's like, dude, you're my friend. All right? That's how about I, I give you a fucking chocolate cake and we I'll, call it a day? You know what? I'll give you my old one. I'm not even using it anymore. What is it? Bug juice. I just bug juice. Bug <laughs> yeah, juice. Yeah, my oh, best idea. No, it works. Seriously. <laughs> I worked every year. It's been so yeah. great. That's <laughs> you know? why I'm so peaceful every time you see me. <laughs> just so laid back and happy. Robert Kelly's <laughs> with it. us today. He's going to be at the Chance in Poughkeepsie, New York on Saturday. Yes. Then he's got the Rich Voss and Buddy McFarland's podcast, My Wife Hates Me. Special guest Jim Norton at the Village Underground on May 20th. And Tommy Jonigan's here playing Levity Live in West Nyack tonight through Sunday. It's a great club. It's a great well, club. Yeah. I haven't yeah. done it yet. It's great. You're in Everybody a mall, raves. too. Everybody raves. Everybody raves. The, my problem with it is uh, it's the only time I've ever worked, because I don't live here, it's the only time I've ever worked 45 minutes outside of the best city. I, yeah. I hate being that... F- if I'm going to be on this side of the country, I want to be in New York City. Do they have you staying in New York? Or are um, you staying out there? Well, they're put. They have me a hotel out there. Oh, really? But I think I'm gonna come back in. Really? Are you there all weekend? Yeah, yeah. I live right there, right over the. Oh, do you want to come over hang for out the mall. a barbecue? Hang out at the mall. I'll, I'll give you my number. You can come over and hang out. We're See, doing a barbecue this is going Sunday. So much better. Uh-huh. See, the thing is, he didn't. He didn't feel comfortable with David Allen Greer because he was having fun. But West Coast guys don't like the mix-up thing, like. East Coast guys. What happened with David Allen Greer? Everything went great, but he's just a little, you know, he didn't know whether David Allen Greer was making fun of him or not. Yeah. What'd he do? Um, I think he was having a good time, but I couldn't tell if it was at my expense or if I was in on it. No, you were in on it. Yeah. yeah. You were in on it. What was he saying about you? 
Not much. Okay, I mean, I'm, I really blew up something out of nowhere. And I can turn a switch on someone. Um, I can kind of just be like, well, I don't like this guy. Yeah. And then in my mind, everyone knows it and it becomes so obvious. No, 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 no. No. Maybe it was a race thing for you. Maybe it was just... Oh, I hate never, black people also. Yeah, but I thought it was more of the joke yeah. thing. Yeah. Listen, the barbecue, no black people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. right? The white barbecue. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be working. <laughs> but you're you're good. <laughs> no, I'm good. There's one black guy. Would you, would, <laughs> Keith Robbins? <laughs> Keith Robbins. But he's working. But he's he's going really, yeah. to be. He's going to be doing behind the bar. But that the, you did get a little tense from the seat. This is you know like you do your East Coast stuff. Yeah. Guys like to come in, just bust up against each other. Yeah. But West Coast guys have a tendency like, well, where did that come from? Why can't we be supportive? Well, of I'm each also other? I'm a Midwest guy. Yeah. Which but, is kind of in the sense of. I the ball busting. I feel like you generally are more. You have to be from where I'm from. You're more familiar. Right. You have to know that person. And then if you don't, but I think he thought because you were a comic, we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. familiar. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like in New York, you only bust balls with people you love. Right. Because we do it very viciously. Yeah, it's it, awful. It's it's. There's no. <laughs> yeah, it's just an attack on right. your fatness. <laughs> you, you know, I've heard kids being made fun of. Uh, you know, I, it's just awful. But with the people you love, the people you don't know, or yeah. you don't you don't fuck with at all. And then there's guys you just don't. You know, I don't mess with at all because they're not that people. But West Coast guys tend to uh, just come in and go, "Hey, yay, fatso! Hey, relax. Hey, what's your name? I, th- I saw you on TV, and you look like you bust. Bu- Chill out, you fucking Twitter loser." You know what I mean? So See, that hurts when you call yeah, someone he, a Twitter loser. Twitter yeah, loser. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I understand what you're saying. I I, I will not make fun of you yet. It's no, I'm fine. I think other. we know each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I wouldn't be uh, upset yeah. by it. All right, cool. Now it's turning into just uh, he was black and I didn't. Come, I wasn't but comfortable. But that's with okay. It. Racism is fine. I grew up in a racist area, so I understand. Where was Something that? that. Well, He's talking about the place Philly. he lives now outside too. Of Philly. You mean just Philly? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside, <laughs> yeah. all of Philly is <laughs> all outside. It's <laughs> the worst. Yeah, but it's the, very racist. The, the I didn't even know I was said anything racist until I was seventeen. I was up in Canada, and fucking people said to me, and they were like, "What? What's the shit that you say?" And I'm like, yeah. "What are you talking about? I, uh, I don't think I say anything wrong." I didn't know Jew him down until I was eighteen. I didn't know that that was. I said it yeah. often. Yeah. Right. And didn't know that that was. And you a, probably didn't even know any Jews. I didn't know any Jews. Yeah. And I, I didn't know that it was related. I thought maybe it would have been spelled with a G or something. Right. I was just saying Jew them down. At I worked in a, in the mall, so I said it to a customer in front of my manager, <laughs> and everyone kind of stopped. And yeah. my uh, my manager like brought me to the side. <laughs> <laughs> God, He's but like, you do. He goes, you can't say Jew him down. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, why? I, I, I go, I know that. I go, I know they're, they're I, I said some version of like, yeah, I know that they're on sale. But I thought it was a, pro- I thought he was mad at me because I was, <laughs> I was haggling with price on these jeans. And he was right. like, no, they're just, that's an, that's a racist thing you said in front of everyone. Jew him down was one. Uh, my family still says colored. Everybody right. about my stepdad. If I could get my stepdad moved up to saying colored, we'd that'd you'd be, be progress. Happy. Yeah, you'd be uh, happy with it. We could be progress. <laughs> my grandfather says colored. He when, he when he was alive, he was the last in my family to. Do. We had black people that lived next door, and they were right in the right there, like from yeah. you to me. And he goes, "Yeah, the colored people." I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" But then I was confused because it was at the time when they went from black to African American, yeah, which was somewhere in the eighties, early nineties. When was that? When was that? African American was probably eighties. I think, right? Yeah, 80s. I think they yeah. switched. Because I was on a, my first black girl I ever dated 
Um, oh God, she was so beautiful. Uh, we went to we were in sixth grade together, and then we wound up meeting when I was like nineteen uh, at some dance club, and we went on a date. And I remember I didn't know what I was so nervous because it was the first black girl of a date. I didn't know if it was black, uh, African American, or colored. I didn't know which one was politically correct, so I called her. I called her colored. <laughs> Out of nerves, I just went. I've never, did, I've never dated a colored girl before. And she went, motherfucker, what? And she became very black at that yeah. point. <laughs> very black. So um, yeah, at the, you call her colored, yeah. and you eliminate African American, and you know she's black. Well, that's uh, how you figured it she, out. She actually taught me. She goes, listen, let's start over. She was really cool about it. She goes, it's it's black, or you can say African. She taught me, you or you can say African American, hmm. but you don't say colored. And I was like, okay. And then we went back to her house, and she came out with a bowl of peaches. Which was and just no fork, just right. peaches. Just, She's like, peaches. baby, you want a peach? I was like, I, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, feed me peaches. <laughs> uh, black chicks have never been into me. I've never had an attraction reciprocated from a black chick. How about white chicks? They like you at all? White chicks seem to like me a lot. Okay, good, good. So you're starting. It's That's a good, good start for you. But That's... black guys would love you. Yeah. You know what? The I, I don't even know if you're joking. No, I'm but not. I just did this uh, at midnight show on Comedy Central. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of black guys yeah. on Twitter, yeah. black gay guys on Twitter, oh, yeah. being like uh, very uh, complimentary. Very yeah, you're, you're the uh, you're the husband on blacklist. You uh, nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, no, nobody, has, nobody stays up at, <laughs> after ten. All right, good for you. No, no. <laughs> I thought Blacklist was some kind of a black movie. I forgot it was the no, TV show. It's uh, he's a very good looking. Yeah. yeah, you you would definitely uh, black guys, guys would love you. Black guy. The white guy's evil? The white guy and uh, the guy on Blacklist. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I fucking know. I don't, don't I never, know I didn't yet. Fucking, he, I didn't trust that guy from Jump. It could be. It, it, it could be. It, he might not be. Yeah. He might not be evil. We by, don't know yet. By the way, you guys watch Fargo? I, I just started... Best uh, fucking show on TV. Is it? Really good. Best oh, show on TV. Oh, man. I, I hate... I, the, the pilot came out and I read a bad review... Don't read And didn't... Because I, I didn't want to have a, a bad Coen Brothers... Exp I, I'm like, I, gotta, I can't even do this. Uh, I just watched Inside uh, uh, Llewellyn, da Llewellyn, Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn Davis, Inside yeah. Llewellyn Davis yesterday. That was yep. pretty great. Fargo is really amazing. Yeah. And... and uh, 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 Bob Thornton. Billy I, Bob? I know. Bob, yeah. I call him Bob. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I call him William. <laughs> All right. He's, He's amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. When he turned, when he got caught by the cops and turned into yeah. the spoiler alert, to all you losers who go, come Do on, that more to, get. But the, to me, when the tough guy tried to come up for him, and while the guy's talking to him, he just takes his shit. Yeah, that was the most how, amazing fucking. How scene deep in TV. are we? How deep are we? Four in? episodes in. Four episodes. And is this going to be multiple seasons, or are they just no. using this, this as is like a, a ten true and done? Ten, ten and done. fucking ten. done. I love new TV, by the way. Yeah, me like too. Like True Detectives. Yeah, that's it. You're done. You're done. You don't have to worry about it. New guys. Done. Yeah. It's 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 new I, guys, new case, new yeah. everything. I almost hated when the, when the the strike happened, mm -hmm. the, and then and all of a sudden there was no more work, and these stars started doing TV because it used to be TV stars, movie stars, yeah. and if you're a TV star, you may become a movie star, but you never go back. Right. Remember you, that? Yeah. But TV kind of made movie stars. 
Yeah, only if you were young, but if you were a certain age, you were just TV and that's it. Yeah. No one would pay to go to the movie. Now they hop back and forth. But you wouldn't have a guy the year that he won the fucking Academy Award go do a TV show. No. That would like Dustin Hoffman would have never Yeah, I'm doing a TV show. Yeah. Why I'm in fucking Midnight and it's Cowboy. It's happening or a little bit and I think the true detective is the tipping point. I think these guys are going to flock to these shows, especially when they're saying it's one season, you commit to a true detective or whatever else HBO or Showtime comes up with, you're going to win a Globe, you're going to win an Emmy, you're going to get a movie off of Like, it's not going to damage also, your movie career. Also, the money not- they're making is ridiculous. I mean, is it? Dude, yeah, you're talking, I mean, Law and Order guys were making 200 something thousand dollars an episode. Right. John Cryer was in here yesterday. He's yeah. on the twelve and a half. Six hundred an episode. Six hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Six hundred a week. Yeah, and he's like fucking Charlie and the other fucking dumb kid walk away. No, I'm fighting for this fucking role. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking fighting to hold this piece of shit. Together. Kutcher or whatever. His name, uh, he makes seven fifty. Yeah. And uh, I think that's you know Cryer wants that too even. Doesn't he? I would want the 750. Why not? You're the only one yeah. that's been on it. Yeah, but, but 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 syndication has already rolled in for that show, yeah. so he's making he must Extra be making fucking, yeah right some type of crazy money on that. He'll uh, I, I I if I'm with him, the show's been what it is since day one. That show's not True Detective. You run it until the wheel, and for you run sure. it until yeah. six people watch it. Yeah, yeah. you're making six hundred grand an episode. Yeah, and he he I mean he's what's he gonna do after that? He's wearing a hat. Right? I hope, yeah. The I hope, Looney uh, Kids. Yeah, gone. I hope he's doing pretty in pink too. Really? That would be fucking perfect. Yeah, he's wearing my back, favorite. They're all older. I love him because he's like uh, Brendan Fraser, yeah. John Travolta. They're all bald, and people don't know it. Yeah, like he I, just puts a piece on, right? Yeah. Well, I, whatever he sprays or whatever. But I love because when I went bald, I started hunting bald famous people down because you know you got you got uh, you know you Michael Chiklis. All right, well he's me. Right. I wanted to find secret bald people so that I could know that like I could have like I, I can exist in this world. But well, it's it really takes- funny though, like Bruce Willis. You don't like who'll have hair in a movie, and you don't fucking go, "Oh, that's fake." Yeah. You just you allow, uh, allow it. And also, money—if you catch it at the right point, you got that money. You'll never go bald. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, he's he he would he would be bald if he didn't have money. What do you mean? His hair's all fake. I didn't no. know that. I didn't know anything about this. We Google image Jimmy Kimmel's hair. At one point, it was just an island up there. Get out of here. Now he's, now he's See, this like, like a 19-year-old man. Hunt, I feel like vampire hunters. I like, feel like Jimmy Kimmel bald. I didn't know that. I That's think great. it should pop up. The guy was balding at one point. That's great. Yeah, it's it's and then you get a, money. Yeah, boom. Well, there's a point that you well, have where you either shave your head or you go and you get plugs and you continue down that row. Yeah, like uh, who was it? Rogan got plugs, but then he had so much money he just and he's such a badass. He said, "Fuck it, just shave it. Shave the plugs. Yeah, shave his plugs. Yeah, and now he's just got a little tiny scar. He's like, just shave them off, and they're like, you just shake your head real hard. Jamie Fox has the 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 tattoo on the back of his head. Yeah, is from his scar when he got plugs. Huh? Yeah, Jamie Foxx was bald. Ben Affleck, bald. Bald. Got plugs. He's a bald c- fucking card counter. Yeah, Brendan Fraser <laughs> looks like he has mange. That's how bald he is. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, they, yeah, Cryer. It's Cryer. It's just, uh, they just placed something no, I on I think he came in wearing a hat yesterday, right? Yeah, he had a fucking hat yeah, on. Yeah, he had a bald cap on. Yeah, but he was kind of bald when he was in Pretty in Pink, so... Yeah. I mean, they could just he throw... He was fluffing it up a little bit. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, you're right. Look at that. It's going away there. It's starting to go away. Uh, yeah. 
but his hair now, if you look at that, uh, the third picture there, it's crazy. Yeah, it's all money. And I can't wait till you can just pop a pill and your hair comes Look at that back. business. <laughs> They'll have to do it. No, that's, that, none of that's real, you're saying. I feel like it's even thicker than that it now. It looks great. That looks fucking great, though. That looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it's but, a good head of fake hair. Yeah. Look at Chris Stanley. No, he's wearing a cap, but take What do you got under there? Of, look huh. at that great hair. Are you hair. kidding me? And then wow. he wasted under a fucking cap. Yeah, I always have a hat on. Let me see the hairline. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, there isn't one. It's just, yeah. man. Wow. Your, yeah, your eyebrow it's, hair and your pubic hair connect. He's, he's, strong hair. He's yeah, got strong. the hair of a fucking Indian chief. <laughs> and does. he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I do a sign. If yeah. you, you take that hat off, people want to mate with you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you keep oh, the, I didn't cut it for seven years. And yeah. then I just finally just ended up cutting. That was it a I mistake. Was, man. I don't know. Well, I was cutting your hair up. was re- yeah. I yeah. like your hair. And if you did cut it, you should have went a little funky. It's at a good length right now, though. What'd you tell him when you went to get that haircut? Uh, I was drunk. I was uh, like in a brownout. I was it, in it, he was drunk, and it was a hot summer, and you just cut this fucking hair. Yeah. Did you Can do a barber? All, yeah, or we just all destroyed. At a barber in uh, Montreal. Can I see it real quick without the headphones? What it does. Let me let me just see. Let go. Let go. Let it happen. Let it What's happen. it do naturally? What do you keep, what do you keep trying? We're not doing a photo like, shoot. Just look like yourself. I like, like magic. Yeah, there you go. There you, it is. Yeah. It's very Katie Lang right now. You do Thank have you? A, a Katie Lang fucking look about you. Yeah, well, your hair is Katie Lang. It's a weird length. I don't Which know. Which is not I a bad thing. Don't know no. what to do with it. It's bad if you're a woman if you have Katie Lang hair, but not if you're a man. But you know, I saw John Travolta <laughs> up here, and I don't like the the fucking rug that he's rocking. It just it was real tight. Well, his head's scary. pulled too tight. Yeah, it's real. He's t- got look, the skins too tight. You, this is the Katie Lang look. There you are. <laughs> yeah, you look like Katie Lang. You know how well you do in a lesbian bar, probably. Oh, I thought my crush. God. Yeah. Oh, you would crush if you just trimmed your beard down a yeah. little bit and just had it like like if the light hit it, if you could you, see it. If you wore exactly what you're wearing and the and are wearing right now, and the light was yeah. dim enough, they yeah. may not even know they're having sex with a man. Perfect. Yeah, that's good hair, though. Yeah, Katie. Do you wa- how often do you wash it? <sighs> Two times a week. Oh, that's, that's it. What's yeah. one more than you yeah. need? That's one more than you <laughs> yeah. need. Baby powder. You I done hear, that? Like, you do that? No, no. I, I, there's no product. There's what's, no conditioner. What's baby powder? Baby powder, what's baby baby powder, powder? takes the natural, like the oils. That's the yeah. reason you're washing it every day for some people. You just toss some baby powder in there and rub it up, and it it uh, soaks up the oil, so you can go without washing it longer, I, without I heard, it looking greasy. I heard condiments like relish. What? If you do relish, I say relish your hair while you have it. That's yeah, relish it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, you ever notice that titty dancers stink like baby powder? Maybe that's what they do. I would say baby- it's d- d- dry, or they do make dry shampoos. That's no, they but just, just go put on the some back baby powder in. for they- who? People in the hospital? No, for chicks that don't want to wash their hair every day. Strippers smell like baby powder because they uh, they've been sweating and they got dirty ass and they they don't have a time to take a shower between fucking Motley Crue songs. So I they just throw baby powder in their asshole. Girls, girls, girls. I'm always happy when I hear a Crue song. Oh, I yeah. love it. You know what the problem is? Uh, they're they're going to. Modern with their music now. Yeah, it's, well, it's all, all it's all techno. I don't, techno. I don't love it. Gangster I rap. Yeah. I went yeah. to one the other day and they didn't even have a pole. She's just kind of flopping around like a fish up there. Yeah, it just looks like a UFC fighter. <laughs> it's like dancing in a cage. <laughs> no, not like you think. Like oh, this like you know the you have the image in your head, but then they're just all what? striated with like fake tits. They're like stronger than you are. Could you not imagine me. being a, a stripper no. in the afternoon? No woman's stronger than me. Seeing him. <laughs> Just seeing him looking up at you with those those eyes and lips and his hair, serial killer, perfectly combed. Yeah, I gotta go back to college. Yeah. They would probably oh, just cover their tits thinking a child had walked in. <laughs> 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 
get busted. Maurice, Gary, you gotta watch the Maurice, door. Maurice, can you get it? Where's Maurice? Get him. Get this kid you out of here. Getting carted everywhere, Shelby. Yeah. How old are yeah, you? Getting getting carted in here. When I walk, like they see me every day. Still. Thirty-four. He's thirty-four. They card you where? No, I'm just joking. But. Okay, I don't understand. <laughs> just getting an orange juice in the kitchen. <laughs> no, you got some fucking crazy hair. Yeah. Do, uh, the thing is, when he do- see, he's got his hair slicked back. Yeah. But when he re- wears it regular, he looks like he's in third grade. <laughs> really, the best. Well, his hair now looks like he expects dinner on the table at five. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dobie Gillis's dad. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Look that up if you can find it for me, Fez. See if there is. Some, did if I see if I made any sense with that fifties reference? It's totally. Mm, thanks, Fezzy. <laughs> Fezzy, plug King it up a little bit. Everybody's here to be plugged. Let's do that. Tommy Jonigan at Levity Live in West Nyack tonight through Sunday, and his Comedy Central half hour special airs Friday, June thirteenth. Robert Kelly's with us at the Chance in Poughkeepsie, New York on Saturday. Plus, he's uh, producing Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane's My Wife Hates Me live podcast with Jim Norton, has special guests at the Village Underground on May 20th. And by the way, and I'm not even kidding about this, and I said it afterwards, that was the best produced show I was ever at. Oh, that good. show was a pleasure good, yeah. to do. It was so much fun. That was a fun one. I hope it hope it goes just as well, but it was really good. Well, you, you got are. to you got Norton out there. He's going to destroy. Yeah, Norton's going to destroy. He's going to yeah. be funny, we're, and it's funny that we can just put. A, there's so many guys we can throw in that spot and change the show, change the whole thing. Like Colin is one. We want to put Colin. Oh god. We want to put Opie and Anthony in there, but separately, not right. together, because I think they'd, they'd be two different shows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, you know, that you 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 doing the first one was the one that uh, that was just amazing. Well, let's call that the high water mark. You know it what is. I mean? Like no matter what. What happens, you know, because you can't you can't unfirst something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If you're if Neil Armstrong, a lot of guys walked on the moon after him. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Who are they? Yeah. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, that's true. No and then, you know what? Fuck. And then in a couple of years, I'll just show up once from the things that just waves. Like, <laughs> well, we actually have first a, uh, guy to walk on the moon. Have fun with Buzz Norton this week. <laughs> we have a we have a Ron seat that we kept. It's oh, in that's the back. Great. It has a light on it just in case you show up. That would be fantastic. Uh, by the way, I love that place too. It's got such a cool vibe. The village the underground, underground yeah. and uh, of course they're doing that. Show out of there now. I'm I'm filming my special there. Uh, June, Are you really? June seventeenth. Oh. I'm filming my hour special uh, at the Village Underground. I'm, and because they they kept trying to get me to do it at a theater, but I'm not a right. theater guy. I we, don't tour we, the country doing 2,500 seaters. You know, it, I do clubs. So they finally uh, were like, "Yeah, let's do it." And uh, it's all set to go. I think. And I think uh, which uh, Bobcat Goldthwait is going to direct it. Oh wow! Love so, Bobcat. He's you ever amazing. watch his movies? Yeah, it's great. He's maybe my favorite director today, and I'm not even kidding about that. He's phenomenal. He's yeah. really good, man. He's really good. I, I really relate to a lot of the stuff he does, and he's a funny stand-up too. He's an unbelievable stand-up. Yeah, surprisingly um, good. I didn't. I had never seen him, and I went and saw him live, and I was blown away. He really is, man. I'm and I'm excited. I, I can't believe he's going to do it. You know. So yeah, that that Village Underground, I believe, is the perfect comedy club. I was telling. Tell does his show out of there, yeah. and I was saying that looks like what in my mind a comedy club would look like. Like when I was a kid, yeah. and I would hear like a comedy record, I would go. In my mind, I, I pictured a place like that. It looks like a Lewin Davis place. Yeah. Now that you're yeah, yeah. up again. It's very jazzy. Yeah, and I, I think that comedy should be jazzy. I, I always, I don't like. I've done theaters and I love theater shows. I'm doing a theater this weekend, which is great, but. 
the laughter in a theater is a little different than in a club. In a theater, it's more of this rolling, everybody right. at the same time. And when you hear that in a special, it's all one laugh. But mm -hmm. when you hear a comedy, like Patrice's Our Special... Mm -hmm. versus his CD. His CD, you can hear when somebody gets the joke more. Mm -hmm. You can hear that lady in the back just going, wah, laughing mm -hmm. extra, yeah. which I think comedy is. Not everybody gets the joke the same. Not right. everybody, it's less of a laugh track than it is, you know, it's more like a jazz What thing. does that place seat? It's only 200. Oh, that's great. 200 it's a great people. amount. It, who, it's a perfect amount. Who are you doing amount. this for? I'm doing it with Apostle mm -hmm. uh, right now and uh, and New Wave uh, Entertainment. So Apostle's going to uh, produce it. New Wave's going to distribute it, and uh, it's uh, it's you know Apostle's Leary's company. But yeah, it's it's fucking great. I can't I just can't wait to walk out on a small little stage and be right there in front of people. Are you going to take yeah. two shows? We're going to do two shows. That's and, another uh, benefit of doing it. If you know you, if you blow your nut and you know twenty five hundred seats. Yeah. A lot of times they're like, well, we can just do one. But you know what, too, is you, you see these shows, and I like, when you're at a comedy club, I, when I, I'm in the front row, what, what is your face? What is that face? Yeah. Like, uh, Patrice's CD, he goes, what's your name? Tulu. To what? And he did yeah. a fucking eight-minute bit on Tulu. You know, it's like, that would have never happened at a theater. Yeah. Because you're too far away. Yeah, that yeah. underground, that that first row was in your lap. You're it's like, in your lap. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I think, comedy, that's what comedy is. You know? So I, I just recorded a CD in uh, the Comedy Works in Denver. Oh, and they do great. It's such a low ceiling. Everyone's right on top of you. Uh, I'm not even going to... Because I, I like the idea of just... I'm putting a CD out. It's just it's just a place mark in my life and career. I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world for me or anybody else. I'm not even going to listen to it. What happened? I felt good in the moment. I felt like it was a fun show. Yeah. That crowd is so energetic and tight, like that underground. It's one of the best clubs in the world. I just said, put make it into tracks, and we'll release no it. No editing. You're just going to just yeah. Say, boom, it's just going to be out. the one show. That's, That's interesting. Great. Yeah, and that club is insane. Yeah, like the crowds they get there, and that's the perfect club to do a CD at. I heard that that club I've played for the first time last year. It's, Unbelievable, it's real. Yeah, and I love when comics that club's the best club, and it is. Like I heard Acme's like that is a great club. Uh, I've been to a couple where they're like, "This is the best," and then you go, and I'm like, "I think you only worked four. I think you worked four, and this one won because this is average." <laughs> How many clubs do you think you've played in your life? Uh, if you had to guess right now. A uh, hundred? How about you, Rob? I uh, do a lot. Of, 200. I mean, I meant, he said I'm at 201. I'm at 201. Well, I'm, I want you both to know, David Owen Greer has done 7,000 fucking clubs. Yeah. Jesus. Where, is he, where is he at now? Baltimore Comedy Club. Yeah, that's is that a place? Movies? No, he... What's don't he ask him the name. He, he gets all name. offended if you ask him the name. What do you mean? He, that's one of the... That was the first shot where he kind of big-dicked me when I said, are you working the Comedy Factory? He's like, I don't know. I'm just going to Baltimore. Can and I, I was tell like, you? He, love, he loved you, man. Seriously. <laughs> I he's a very funny no, that, guy. That's a dicky I, I thing. I think that was... Yeah. I think what he I thought... I mean, you're an uncomfortable guy to get to know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're a little... 
you know. I've heard that. Yeah, but uh, something I, uh, happened to you. Yeah, especially the black guys. Black yeah. guys, you know, they're waiting for you to say something. Yeah, yeah. Complain, yeah. You, you look like Louis. you might complain about something. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Ah, uh, you know, someone's gonna yo. That guy's lawyer just called me. Honestly, right now you look like you're gonna pull your reliever because the uh, fucking hat is perfect. <laughs> yeah. that you're in India trying to get the next fat this pitcher. Hey, did you guys see this fucking these movie two reference? Kids in, you know, it's it hasn't come out yet. The they have a good problem. When it comes out, I everyone's going to know it. Listen, I'm swinging. That's what yeah, I do. I, I swing, and sometimes but the I movie, miss. Yeah. Yeah. But you, no, you, could you, you make eye contact when I miss? <laughs> nobody nobody, nobody looked. looked away. Even little David licked his lips and went, no. And looked at, looked, looked at Fezzi. Now, here's the thing. That movie isn't out yes. for two weeks, All and right. your reference is now. Look at you know? Some people might be into trailers. <laughs> There was more, that wasn't even a movie reference. It was just a trailer reference. You're right. <laughs> that, I make trailer. I don't. I look. I try to fucking think out of the box. All right. Everybody knows movie references. Yeah. Uh, did you see these two guys in Baltimore that almost got fucking hit with the foul ball? Look it up. Oh, the dude that didn't even th- yeah. didn't even flinch because yeah. he was not paying attention. Not paying attention. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, it's the most. Uh, oh man, it's mind blowing. It would have yeah. killed the guy. Do you owe when? somebody money? What? Uh, who's this guy pacing outside, looking in here, chewing gum angrily? I have no idea. Okay. That no, you got to get the video. Get the video if you can. Get the video. Dude. We don't want Shall the gif. We don't want the gif. Come on. What's yeah. still going to do? Yeah. Could you not be as calm as you are right now? We're yeah. Come on, move the like video. See, this is how my the show's produced. What kind of people are Oh, here it goes. Make it big. Let me see. Yeah, make it big. That's what my wife says. Oh. Here. Oh. But over the we gotta get to the point where they show where the foul. Watch, it, it's insane. To that pitch, that's a, how you foul that thing off. Now, where was this? Oh, this was in Tampa. Boom! Guy in the white shirt. Guy in the white shirt. Line drive right at their face. <laughs> And he never looks up. And by the way, this is why no one wants to raise to win a fucking title. Because that's the guy sitting in the front row, not seeing a line drive coming at their face. Or maybe it's the 700 empty seats around him. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they got other things to do. They got other things to do. Look at that. How are you... Come on! (laughs) That would have killed you. Not to mention he flipped. It's up on he the like, it's he, up on the interrobang for people that want to go check it out. He, you know, both guys didn't. The guy in the pink shirt didn't. Well, they're either. talking to each other. They're, they're not paying attention to the baseball game that's happening. Oh, there was a nice write up on the interrobang about your podcast that everybody's raving about. Everybody loves. Yeah, the, so, pod, yeah. the podcast is coming along. It's a little. Uh, it's a little crazy, you know. It's a, it's a, it's what I want it to be, though. You know, comic hang. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, you know, just guys at the, a table at a club. Shooting the shit. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's a fucking brutal. Right. You know, but. Uh, Would you ever have Tommy in because he's trying absolutely to. Absolutely, I'd have him you know, in. You, yeah, I'd love that. I See, love guys like this nice. on the show, too, because, the, you know, I have. Uh, comics tend to. You know, right. like I'm one of those assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a guy yeah. like this is like a Naper Gantz. He's, he's just a sniper. He's just waiting. You know what I mean? He'll say something and then I'll, and just drop the fucking bomb. So, yeah, I'd love to have you on. Oh, that's, I, I would love to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You're around this week? I am, yeah, yeah. Tuesday? Uh, no. Oh, there you go. This show is this there, no. Yeah, I'd say... Right. I'm not going to lie. Joe List said Friday. You remind me. Friday. Why don't you come Friday? Well, he said it. He already said I was doing it. I didn't want oh, to okay, put you in a weird position. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, You're Joe List's friend. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't he invite you to the barbecue? 
I just landed. I just landed. We had a, we had a, uh, you know what, dude, barbecue the other day. How was it? It was great. It was great. It's always, you know, I love comics. It's great. We have fun. We had a little cornhole, playing a little cornhole, mm -hmm. that beanbag game. But then, you know, it's always disappointing. We got to go. We got spots. Yeah. A bunch of young guys who have like seven spots on a fucking Tuesday. You know, for thirteen dollars, and they got to leave you my grilled chicken. I no, no chicken, hamburgers. What do you think I'm a fucking what is burgers? Chicken? Burgers. Did you go steaks? eighty twenty. I went steak. No, I did. I did. I did ninety twenty. That's, That's not possible. That's one hundred ten. I did one hundred ten percent. I did no. I, I add fat. <laughs> I, had, I had kielbasa to it. No, I had uh, kielbasa, sausages, oh. steak, and hamburgers. Nice. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we had a good time. I've had a good hamburger in a long time. Dude, I make I a great a hamburger. hamburger. A great. You know what the key to a good hamburger is? What's that? Add ice to the what? meat. Huh? Yeah, it it just give, it it keeps the inside moist when it melts. Well, where's the ice go? You put it, it on melts. top. It goes. You put it in it. Put it in the inside. crushed ice inside of the, the meat, and then make the and it melt. It keeps the inside uh, moist. I didn't even know about I this. I just made that up. Okay. I yeah. have no idea. It adds a lot of flavor <laughs> too. I was going to go home and try it. <laughs> you can't. Find, you live in an apartment. What are you going to do? Open a window? Well, I'm at my summer home. Oh, you have a summer home? No, I don't. Oh, okay. You know, I just made the mistake of saying to someone local, "I get a summer home." Yeah. Then we're all going to be down there together. <laughs> got any extra shorts? <laughs> that is a motherfucker. As soon as I moved out of the city, now everybody wants to come over. When are you doing the barbecue? Yeah. It's like I'm doing it, but you're not coming. I don't even have uh, a patio anymore. We had a nice patio in LA. Yeah. I feel like that's a big thing you need. Yeah. We just moved to a new place. No patio, just me, the baby, and the gal trapped inside. Are you living in an apartment building? Like, we live in a building with the outs. It's like kind of outside. They like have nine hundred two one zero. They have the yeah. It's very nine hundred two together. They have the community pool with a bunch of hot chicks. So you're doing very well. Your wife does very well. You do very well. It's a nice place. Yeah. But it's. I would rather live. If we're in LA, I'd rather live in a little house with a yard. But I mean, if you weren't spending sixteen thousand dollars for fucking preschools, imagine what you'd yeah. have right now. And we got a nanny. Uh, Eighteen dollars an hour. Can I say that? Yeah, that's it's fucking crazy. That's good money. Yeah, I um, I don't like LA's apartments because you keep that that beautiful window you have in your living room. You have to keep shut. Because as you're watching TV, your neighbors just walk by it. So you instinctually, you just keep looking. Oh. As they walk by, your head turns. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? It just it, it we drove me insane. We live on the fourth floor, so I got a real nice view of the hills. Nobody sees in us. And, uh, or people do see, but they're far enough away that they don't bother you. We, I lived real close to the last building. It was kind of New York close, where I'm looking right over right. my balcony down. And uh, I, you know, I'm always looking in all these windows. I, I'm... Uh, uh, I don't think I'm addicted to it, or, or uh, what, I can't think of voyeur. I, I just would like to always see someone naked or someone yeah. be, get murdered. Right Either York. one of those would be nice. Yeah, it's not a voyeur. So I look, uh, I'm looking in this window one day in this bathroom next to me. It's so close. Woman comes in just in her panties and a tank top. And I was like, all right. I got to scoot back. Scoot back. Let her get undressed. Then move in for the nice look. I step away. Step back over. Just a seven-year-old naked boy staring out the window at me. Mm. Apparently, there's like a uh, mom bathing a kid. Uh -huh. Now I'm like in a real, real illegal moment. You're probably. just jerking off. Yeah, yeah just jerking just off seeing quiet. this kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd already started. How long did it take you to finish? As <laughs> soon as I realized he was seven. Yeah, <laughs> wet your lips. Um, wet your lips. <laughs> you know, it's like I, being in the peep show when you're pushing the A, B, or C. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's just a tranny and you just come. <laughs> 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 
I'm gay. <laughs> now the uh, the hills is where I, I would. I, I love the hills, by the way. To uh, but. The weird thing about L.A. is what is with the rounded doors? That's the one thing that they it's brought to the architecture. Uh, maybe it's an earthquake. <laughs> it's just you ever notice they have the like the rounded off it's Spanish, doors? Spanish yeah. style home. That's what they call I don't it. Know Spanish why. style. Yeah, that's it's, what, it's in all the places. But yeah. it seems like it's a more difficult Actually, thing to make. Right? That was from that's Middle Earth. That's yeah. where hobbits <laughs> originally <laughs> lived. So this is why we have and they today. they kept it. <laughs> yeah, they kept. <laughs> I know you got to go do another show, right? I do. I got to do uh, Tap Out Radio. All right. Which is... Uh, What's that? I think it's it uh, MMA. Are you a big MMA fan? I am a huge MMA fan. Yeah, big MMA Am I the only fan. one that still watches boxing? Is everybody on MMA now? You know, well, Jerry, Jerry Cooney was in here the other night. Just He does a show. Do you remember Jerry Cooney? I do not. You're very young. I am. He was the, great, he was the last great white hope. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. the guy that fought We need another one. He yeah. lives in New York. Yeah. yeah. He does a show out of here, yeah. I think, Monday nights. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. You were going to have the, a big fighting thing. Uh, uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, the John Bones Jones <laughs> yes. is the yes. he's the. I've seen enough of this guy where I think I'm like maybe I got to watch MMA. Well, MMA is great. It's it's. Uh, I love it because you can tap out. You can quit. You know, like boxing. They can also beat the shit out of you when you're boxing, on the ground. Yeah, but boxing, you go until somebody knocks you out. You can't really quit, and it must there must be a. a points where guys like i really wish i could yeah. just stop and they have to keep going and there's not really that many great bo- like when, when i was coming up it was you know tyson there was Hagler, there was a lot of in every weight class there was an amazing yeah. almost um you know uh i agree that was a phenomenal time we get these two heavyweights time. now yeah. that won't fight each other because they told yeah, their the, mom well, the klitschko's won't f- yeah, it, it's, yeah. The, but this, the middleweights of that time the guys that sugar really leonard oh. had to fight Hagler, hearns banks Unbelievable. Holmes. Yeah. But, you know, I I don't care what anyone says. The Tyson fights I was out in Vegas for, the excitement level of being... At that thing, there's nothing in sports that compares. Yeah. Well, MMA nothing in life. MMA is get. I mean, I've ne- I never went to one of those. Yeah. But I've been to live MMA uh, UFC fights in Vegas with like me and Norton have gone a couple times. It is the most exciting thing I've ever been to live as far as sports goes. Even the prelims are amazing because they're yeah. fighting for a job. Right. That's like you know, women fights are amazing because they're fighting to prove to everybody we don't fuck around. Um, so. It was amazing. I I I love going to a live UFC event. is crazy. Do you have you ever been? No, I've never. Should, next time they go, it. you want to go? I don't know because I don't know if I want a new sport at this point. You know what I mean? No. Just, Are you dying? Just, no, but there's so many sports. I'm falling already. You just, you just find out you have too something? much. But I was at the the night that uh, Tyson bit off the air. Right? Oh, yeah. you were there? Yeah. Leading up to that. In the in the minutes before, and all the celebrities are coming in, yeah. I actually thought to myself, I might throw up from excitement. I felt like a little child. <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. I couldn't. I was like, "Is there any way to tear my skin off?" Wow. And I, you can't get that kind of excitement yeah. because you know you're in the center of the universe. Like yeah. everyone in the planet yeah. cares about this fight. That's true. And everything now seems like it's getting smaller and smaller and yeah. slower. Yeah. And they're letting women do uh, it. We got a break. Guys, thank you so much. All right, buddy. This week, Poughkeepsie. 
Thanks so much, Betty. Tommy, I'm going to let you go, too. You were fantastic today. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. You were the best, and uh, David Allen Gray loved you. (laughs) Robert (laughs) Kelly, do the nice plugs the way you do. Robert Kelly at The Chance in Poughkeepsie, New York. That's on Saturday. Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me live podcast. you got to go out and see the special guest, Jim Norton, at the Village Underground in New York City on May 20th. And you can hear him in a few minutes on SportsZone Channel 92 on Sirius XM on Tap Out Radio. Tommy John again tonight through Sunday at Levity Live in West Nyack. And be watching for his Comedy Central's half-hour special. That's coming up Friday, June 13th on Comedy Central. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. That uh, sound is only one thing now. David, tell us in the room. <laughs> you have your own theme music. That's right. To come into, and you bring your gang, your gang of comedians. I bring them in. Uh, I'm trying to think of how it would be like. It, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I brought in the first wave. That was yeah. Jermaine and Jay. And uh, who else was here? It was just the three of us. Yeah, it was okay. just the three of you. The first and now, time. now we're at the midway point of the Comedy Underground uh, <laughs> series. Eight episodes. We're at number four. And uh, Judah Friedlander and Lynn Coplitz are both uh, on this week's episode. So. <laughs> I hope you enjoy them. Yes, I bring them in. We're in your, we're in your like, gang this week. Yeah. It's also it's also the beginning of Sweeps Month. So I there think you go. Made a good decision, yeah. Heavy hitters only. On we're Rob the big guns. Come on, man. That is, um, but this show has been a real blast to keep up with too, because th- there are re- so many good sets. So yes. many good sets take place. Now, I haven't seen you yet, Lynn. Are you happy with what you did? Uh, I, yeah, I'm happier with yeah. with this than I am with any of the other stuff I've been doing recently. It, it's really good. It, yeah. It's fun. It was um, it was fun because there were no rules. Yeah, I think that's what you know. We're all used to playing flying without a net. So like when yeah. you're allowed to do that on TV, it's like really fun. Hmm. And I got to say the c word, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, Lynn did not hold back, and I would say that uh, that was probably the coolest set I saw Lynn do. Um, Is that right? Like, I really do think that, like, when we when we were editing it, and like, I I saw like the raw, and then I I saw what we edited down to. I was like, this is a really good set for Lynn. This really is a strong, hard set. Unfortunately, there were camera problems, so like some of the uh, some of the camera work you're going to see are really just like uh, band aids or like you know mm. quick fixes. But at the end of the day, the set just like just rocks out and. Uh, you know, I could say the same thing for Judah too, because Judah is the closer on that, on that show. Judah, Judah's having Dave, some mixed nuts. Dave, you know, winners no winners, and <laughs> there you uh, go. this show brings it to the people. It does. Comedy's a late night thing. <laughs> you know, stand up clubs are supposed to be Judah's dark, dirty ass. rooms yeah. where dark, dirty things happen. Mm, mm. I love it. Yeah. I, I, all 
I know is that there were a lot of great comics there. I just I was more about impressing the other comics. You wanted to make <laughs> yeah. sure you had that set. I was more like wanting to bring it yeah. for everybody else. I wanted Dave and all I the other you. comics to yeah. like it. I, I have that same. Uh, that, that's my career uh, plan too. Uh, impress other comics right out of the business. Right, that was my idea. right out of because <laughs> they can do nothing for you. Yeah, like I'll be working a gift shop somewhere in an airport. They'll be like, "Hey, that's that guy." Yeah, yeah he was great. He was great. <laughs> the respect of your peers is all that really Always. matters. All that really matters. In the end, you just care that the waiters are, are watching you. <laughs> yeah. Well, then think- you said coming through the door that you love the way. It looks, you know, that room looks, the way the cameras are set up. It just looks awesome. It's a great look. Well, yeah, and the way Dave did it was they gave a lot of people in the audience cameras. Yeah. So there's these shots that I didn't even know. I I talked to him on the phone yesterday. I was like, how did you do that? There's a shot where I I tell someone in the audience, I'm Christmas future, and the girl has a camera on me. So there's like this extreme close-up, and it looks like you're sitting in the audience. Like, it is so cool. I'm like... that's like a special effect. How'd you do that? Dave's like, we didn't. It was a happy accident. The girl Lynn, had a camera. Yeah. Lynn, Dave's actually a master filmmaker. I am a CGI you know. guy. And he you was know. like, so amazing. And, yeah. and it's gritty. How many all... films Dave has made over the years? Feature films? At NYU, you know, at the film school, you know, we said. Under no, his pseudonym, under Francis pseudonym. Ford Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's um, got six Oscars, man. I do. I'm going for um, I'm going for a People's Choice. That's my favorite of all the of all the award shows. That's the one. It's the pointiest of all awards. It really it, is. A lot it's of, the most prestigious. Yeah. And it, it has more cool categories too. They have like uh, it's beyond acting and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Like people that are light, and that's always good to know. Junior, yeah. you went to all the award shows, right? With Thirty Rock, you. Were I went to a couple of. Them. Yeah, but all the ones that you go to on TV, right? Golden Globe. I turned and, down a lot of them, but yeah, yeah I went to a lot. <laughs> of them. I mean, the, I went to the ones I felt like going to. Well, you yeah, went right. to the ones they flew you in for. Like if you got to get there on the your own time. You're for. like, I'm gonna miss it. I don't need a plane. I got good speed. I, mean, right. I can get anywhere he I need runs to get. To yeah. He has a squirrel suit. Now, you know that Judy yeah. is the world's greatest champion. I right. mean, this is like a character. When you talk about, like, characters, like, think yeah. of, like, Captain America. Think of, like, all these, like, you know, like, today's superhero, if right. you would say. I like Judah because he is basically, like, would you consider yourself a superhero or just a hero? I'd, I'd consider a hero because, you know, a superhero... First of all, you can't add on to hero, you know, and these superheroes. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, and these superheroes, you know, they're they're show offs with their stupid costumes yeah. and you know their powers. They're, yeah, you know. and the fact that they have secret identities, I don't have one. You know, if you have a secret identity, that means you're afraid of something. You got to hide. I got nothing to hide. Wow. Mm. Oh, that's Woo! a good point. One hundred percent. Did you hear that, Lynn Cheney? Yeah, you that you got awesome. a beautiful Lynn Cheney. Yeah, I did. They were giving out these laminates here. I didn't know that this place was also a uh, political. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this was in the cutting edge of politics. Yeah, here, it is. This is the they Lynn Cheney's all show here today. So now you can go in the audience. What's that, Fezzi? Now you can get in the audience for the Lynn Cheney Town Hall. Yeah, you have Who's that. Fezzy? Yeah, Fez is in there. Fez has back problems, so he can't sit down. Oh, I see. So, so you quarantined him? Well, he, he, so, I wince. Uh, what happened to you, Fez? To you? I have a herniated disc in my neck yeah. that oh. sends pain from my neck to my shoulder down my arm. And sometimes the only relief is pacing back and forth. So he, oh, I'm so sorry he, for you, but what kind of medication do you have? I got some Lyrica and I got some Dilaudid. Dilaudid is Dilaudid. Dilaudid. Yes. 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 
that's the one we're looking for. Now wow. I got a Delada Delotted. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that. Thank you. I am too, but I would love to see that Delotted. You know what the greatest medicine is? Laughter. Yeah. You should check out the Comedy Underground. Comedy Underground, Saturday, 1 a.m. on Comedy Central. You can laugh away a herniated disc. You sure can. I hope so. 1 a.m., by the way, is prime time for winners. You know, I, yes. I just want to say that out there. You know, if, if you're going to bed before then, you know, yeah. change your lifestyle. And it's not only 1 a.m., but it's also 4 a.m. West Coast. That's right. the really, that's where, like, that's when the web comes that's alive. Yeah. yeah, that the West Coast The people that are up air. at 4 a.m. in West Coast, yeah. those are people that need laughter. You those know? are the and crazy And that's why people. you chose to air it at that yeah. time. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they need it the They most. need, like, acne medicine, acne face washes from infomercials, <laughs> yeah. and laughter. And what, 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 what's, what's the, the best medicine? medicine? Laughter. 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 Laugh. Are you laughing that? Away, I laugh that yeah. pain away right now. Thank you. By the way, David Tell's going to be at the Borgata in Atlantic City, New oh, York. Nice. Tomorrow. That's a nice one. Yes, that's he a is. nice hit, guys. And Lynn Coplitz on Jenny McCarthy's Dirty Sexy Funny Comedy I'm gonna Show. I'm going to be at the Borgata, Borgata. Saturday. On yeah, Saturday. Could, you, could yeah. you grill her about this amazing tour? This uh, this uh, you know uh, Jenny McCarthy tour. Oh, yeah, man, how does that tell me about kill. this, dudes. It's going to kill me. It's like it, it is so wild. There's an after party every night, and now that she's marrying Don. Donnie, Donnie's there. Yeah, it's insane. Like it is so much fun. We do this big show. Like Tammy Pescatelli's on it. Paula Bell's on it. Um, Justine Marino, and we come out. We do this show. Jenny does this big opening number, and uh, Donnie did it with her this week because like he was singing? in town. Yeah, yeah, singing and dancing and stuff. And then, wow. um, and then she has these really funny sketches that they they ta- they filmed, and that are in between each act. And she introduces each one of us, and everybody's just drinking. You know. It's like normally when you're on a tour or something, you're like everybody's like kind of watching how much they drink and try right. to. This is like old school rock party. and roll. Like Jenny's like everybody drink. She's a party girl. Yeah, she is. Oh, we're playing like we're playing like drinking games with our acts, you know. Wow. And then they had me going on last, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna be crawling out on stage. Wow. But it was really fun. We had, I mean, the, we did it. We just did a show in Glenside in Pennsylvania, and we did another one at um, the Paramount in Huntington. And now we're at uh, in Long Island. I mean, in uh, the Borgata, and yeah. then we're at the Wilbur Theater next month. You're there right after me. Yeah, right? yeah, I am. And then we're at the Mohegan Sun. I'm at we're at Borgata day after you Saturday. Okay, well, so listen, like whoever don't have you don't have anything to do for Mother's Day. Take your mother to freaking Atlantic City. Go see a towel. Mm-hmm. Stay. Mm-hmm. Say see Jenny McCarthy. Great idea. And then, then you'll be so delirious with happiness, it go blow all your money at the Borgata. Yeah, and then next Thursday through Saturday, <laughs> drive to Winnipeg, Canada to Rumors Comedy Club and see me May 15th through 17th. I mean, that's really what's I mean, yeah. Borgata, Borgata, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. You know, it's, it's the Atlantic it's City of Canada. The Atlantic yeah. City of Canada. It really is. Yeah. And everybody on Comedy Central, 1 a.m. on Saturday for Bang. for Comedy Boom. Underground. That's a ton of comedy. It's That's a ton Winnipeg of medicine. for losers, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. win. Yeah, win it's is Winnipeg. in the name of the yeah. city. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I might not be on a big fancy tour like you and Jenny and Donnie and all that stuff, but I'm, I'm half sold out. And the reason why I cut it off at that point is to give... More air for the people there to laugh. That's great. That's a good point, Dave. That's sweet. That is so nice. You know, That's the, the same reason why I've gained an extra fifteen pounds. Because same, I feel same like, reasoning. I just feel like it's it's. I am so 
breathtakingly beautiful when I'm really thin that it's hard on other people. Yeah, people can't concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have the same Mixed issues. <laughs> I like to keep myself flawed. Look, look winners know winners, you know? <laughs> We're speaking the same language here. Yeah, you don't want a club to always be sold out because then also some people like to move around when they it's laugh. Pretentious. Yeah. You know? It's pretentious. It's yeah. pretentious to be sold people out. People with disc yeah. injuries can stand yes. up to the back. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. God. Exactly. Maybe help for you, right, Delotti? Yeah. yeah. And I, you I mean, know, I, I particularly I really hate when people sell out right away. Like, I don't trust that. Like, oh, like within minutes? It, within minutes. Oh, that's great. Like, like, Celine Dion sold out in 10 minutes. Like, well, yeah. who, who does that? What's wrong yeah, with what you? about the slow dialer? <laughs> yeah. StubHub takes one call. <laughs> I want 25,000 tickets. <laughs> yeah, and some people don't have high-speed internet. You know, yeah, they have yeah dial really. Access, so it's... Well, you got to leave space for like everybody. The analog with users. Those people. Yeah. <laughs> the analog. Now, are you playing Winnipeg because it sounds like Winnipeg? Yeah. yeah, that's what we yeah. just said. No, I don't know. Yeah. Am, I, am I behind? It's the, yeah, it's okay though. It's Sorry, good yes. to repeat it. See, it's I am totally the old fun. man on the on the uh, comedy underground. <laughs> These young kids with their fancy talk, I I don't even know what they're saying. You're not used to all that stuff. I'm not they used come to in it. with today with the four square. And, uh, I don't do that. With the four square. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Pinterest. You see, Dave and Fez have the same phone. Oh, is that they right? They both have a, up? No, Fez. Fez, Fez has oh. a, has an embarrassing secret phone like Dave you have does. Flip up. Yes, don't nice. have a flip phone. They it's just called a good flip one, phone. And they both yeah. have an embarrassing Don't one. you think that, like, since we both are still on burners, that we should, everybody <laughs> should have the numbers of other burners? Because we're, like, of the same mindset. It would help. Yeah. Like, we don't trust the government, but we want to communicate. It's good, though. When I see you guys, it reminds me of the Matrix. When that was the cool <laughs> phone that came out in 99. Same with uh, Ricochet with uh, Ice-T and John Lithgow and yeah. Denzel Washington. That was a strong one. That was Ricochet. the first movie I ever saw a flip phone cell phone in. Really? Yeah, yeah, Ricochet. And then Denzel Washington goes, what's this? And Ice-T goes, urban technology. <laughs> wow. Urban technology. That was a phenomenal Ice-T. like yeah. New Jack City. Like New Jack City. I love that movie. That New Jack City, I think that was a, uh, that really changed my whole thing on crack. And Me like, too. You know, on, on just the whole world. Before era. you were on the fence about whether it's. You know, I, it was a viable business. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, when, who, was the, who was the white guy in that? Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. <laughs> I, I heard that Con Quinn was up for that role. Uh, who's a great comic, as you yeah. know. I heard that he had been up for that role, or one of the roles in there, because Chris Rock was in it. He yeah. had that small part. Yeah, he was very and, good. He uh, was great in it. Yeah, he really was good. And uh, I heard that Colin, w I, th I think it would have been a whole different movie if Colin was in it. Different levels. You Definitely. Know? It would have yeah. made sense. Well, yeah, exactly. I wanted to move to New York because of New Jack City. Really? That and the Warriors. Remember the Warriors? Oh, I love come that. Out Warriors play. come out and play. Yeah. So you wanted to have to run for your life. Yeah, there was something gritty and cool yeah. about it. Welcome back, Cotter. New Jack City and the Warriors. I, I moved to New York because... New uh, York cool to me. So you didn't live in New York in the, in the, in the 80s? Or you did? No, 70s? I moved here in the 90s. Because here's a phrase that you used to hear a lot in the 70s. It's like, come on, we better get out of here. <laughs> you don't hear that anymore. Like, yeah. let's look yeah. what's going on here. Oh, now yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. Come on, we better Yeah, no, that was like every yeah. guy. Like, hey, we better run. get out of here. Hey, and everyone's run. apartment had a, had a metal gate on the window. 
those. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It was always funny, too, because you'd be walking down, like, Broadway or something, and then you just make a right, because I would come, <laughs> come in as a tourist, you better get and, then you, and you would just stop. You would just stop and start to walk backwards, and you'd only be, like, <laughs> eight, you know, like 18 feet away from pretty lights, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> That's hysterical. But there was something exciting, I think, that was even better, like... Are we going to go out to the show, or will we get killed? Yeah, will that's we true. Get killed? Everybody really excited. The video arcades in, yeah. uh, for video games, uh, Playland in Times Square in the in the early eighties, massive, were awesome. They were twenty four yeah. hours, yeah. and you had to like put a, people today don't understand. It's like you would put you would play the game, and other people would be stacking quarters on the machine, which signifies they got the next game, and you got to be worried about getting mugged and pickpocketed as you're playing, and that added excitement to the experience. Oh, that, right. that's wow. a video game within a video game. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Like Tron. It's just yeah. like you're right, living in it. That's real stuff. Never bring up Tron. Why not? <clears throat> During a... Uh, I was proud of myself for being a... able to bring up Tron. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like such a girl pick. Oh, it it's is. like Tron. Xanadu was uh, for they, a girl well, pick. Well, yeah, that's true. Tron might have been the first <laughs> video game that a movie was based on. Like, you could play the game before the movie came out. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't make, like, Narco Traffic or any of those other <laughs> video games into movies. Because they really... I guess they kind of did, but not really, you know? Grand Theft I don't Auto. Know what to say. Grand Theft Auto, I think, is a, isn't that Fast and Furious in yeah, some degree? Right, yeah, Mo- most of those games now are basically like movies. There's no difference, really. Like Frozen, was that a video game? Did I miss something? David Tell's Comedy Underground, 1 a.m. Saturday at Thank Comedy you. Central. Thank God he waited for the laugh on that, because right. sometimes on radio, like they'll do like whatever, and then the guy will announce yeah. it. And then it seems like, why would I watch? Why would we watch? Like, there's no laugh. Yeah. Because I'm not the funniest guy on the show. I like to think I'm just kind of the um, the Mr. Rourke, you know? Okay. Like, you're was Mr. Everybody. Rourke on Fantasy yeah. Island, was he incredibly great? No, no he didn't do any magic, even. He didn't, he didn't do any magic. Yeah. But he had a midget. Can you well, say Well, you know, a tattoo or... Tattoo. Do you call him tattoo or what do you call him? Tattoo. I thought his name was tattoo. Well, all I know is that he... Tattoo. Yes, he also fell in love with a normal, you know, this normal-sized woman. And they lived on a compound and he was a big cokehead and he had a gun. And that's all I know. I like that you called her a normal. Yeah, no, that's... Me and Kurt Metzger, that's what we called her. Wait, I can't say midget. I'm supposed to say little person, right? Little person. Or non-norm. Halfling. Just not a norm. <laughs> or non a norm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dwarfism is a medical term. That's technically okay, too. Anyway, w- w- Mr. Wark had a person the quarter the size of him. A quarter the size <laughs> <Yeah>. of him. <laughs> and he had the accent. I think that added it to his mystique. A yeah. friend nugget. Oh, that's so sweet. A friend nugget. Yeah. He was from, like, French Guiana or, like, some like weird yeah. French colony. I remember he tried to kill himself, too. He used to have these big scars on he his... Did. Well, he Well, he did. killed himself yeah. at the end, but yeah. even when he did that show, if you ever saw a close-up, oh, there was really? these big gashes on his wrist. Oh, wow. Something he tried... He was just, I always wondered, who was Mr. Rourke supposed to be? Like, the Antichrist God. or something? Yeah, I think... But he was always like, hello, Tattoo! <laughs> right. Who's coming today? It's he, Dave! He has a dream! <laughs> you don't I think, think God I, talks that way, though? 
What? You don't think God just is, cause it is wonderful to run the universe? I, 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 well, I but, do but think I it was God. I think it was God because I think it was like the Antichrist. Because I remember Fantasy Island, things always went awry. Like mm-hmm. your fantasy would always get you into trouble. Yeah, but you, you like that. Was, I think that was like one of those like Friday Saturday shows or something. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, so. Love Boat, Love Boat, Love Boat. Was Love right Boat. Yeah, so those, those were like the lonely shows for lonely people. Well, it was yeah. where all we don't have it now, but it was where actors could go to die. That's like true. when your career was coming to a close. And Paul Williams did like 27 of those. You yeah. Know? He, he even said that on his documentary. He goes, yeah, I ended up Jamie doing a lot Farr, of these. Jamie yeah. Farr, they all went there and did, like, did it there at the end of the run. But then I'd be very happy to see them. I'm like, oh, good. It's a Jamie Farr episode. The closest we have to that, I think, is Law and Order, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Like Colin does that funny joke about how he can't get on Law and Order. Everyone can get on there, and he. Can. I've never done it. Yeah, Judy, you're like the you're you're. Do you know Judy is like a like serious actor? Like, I mean, yeah. he's, he's an amazing done. actor. He was an American Splendor, right? It's just yes, it's just something I used to do in my downtime. Really? And do, are you a trained actor, or is this just no. one of your many skills? Just a skill. I never trained. Really? Never no. trained for anything, Judy. Everything just comes to you naturally. Well, there's always training involved in, okay. you know, athletics mm. sometimes, you know, but in general, I'm just like, you just do it. Really? Yeah, just do stuff. What do you think of time travel, though? Well, I think it's pretty cool. Would you use it for good or for your own, your own personal, like, just for I mean, like, fun. would you do, like, good things with it? Just for fun or for good. For fun and good. Yeah. You're a samurai, aren't you? No, above that. Mm. <laughs> You're above a samurai? Yeah, of course. That's beginner level. What's above a samurai? There's no name for it. But it's a lot above that. You're like Ghost Dog? No. Are you Ghost Dog? (laughs) No, I've seen Ghost Dog. Are you Grey Ghost from uh, the Game of Thrones? No, Ghost Dog. Uh, ghosts are ghosts are harmless. You know, mm. all those ghosts you know you know, you watch those ghost uh space ghost, ghost shows. You know, they're they're harmless ghosts. They're tired and they're lonely. That's all it is. Yeah. Tired and lonely. There's, oh, that's mm. me. What? Hello? Yeah. Mm. I think we're done with horror <laughs> Someone movies. Just call me. <laughs> I think we're done with horror movies when the new one's called The Quiet Ones. What is it? I thought that was an English sitcom or Britcom or something. <laughs> the quiet ones are coming. Britcom. Yeah. <laughs> In studio with us, David Tell. He's going to be at the Borgata. Uh, that's tomorrow night in Atlantic City. Also, his new special road work is available at ccdirect.com for $5. Lynn Coplet's going to be at the Borgata Saturday. Tickets available at theborgata.com. And Judah Freelander's with us May 15th through the 17th at Rumors Comedy Club in Winnipeg, Canada. And you can see everybody Saturday night at 1 a.m. on Comedy Central. Oh, How great is that? Comedy so Underground. So after that was SNL. A plug. That was a great plug. That was an excellent one. I was excited all together. Beginning, middle, and end. Well at, done. Although, what about the Operation Purple, Fez? There you go. Very you know? close to David Tell's heart. Operation oh, Purple. Thank you. You like can that. donate there at militaryfamily.org. You guys are too good. Mm. I love love uh, Fez's plugs because he's like, you like chips. You like cookies. Yes. <laughs> You're going to love on this. Saturday night, there's chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I get excited. I get excited when he does it. Really? Yeah. I do. I just wish you could sit down and don't. He that made the do. best old school announcer, like for Prices Right, when they would have like, and you get yeah. to go What was oh, that guy's name? Fez? Rod Ruddy. Yeah, he a hero of mine. Yeah, Fezzi idolizes a lot of those, a lot of those guys. 
You're going home with turtle wax today. Yeah. And make them feel good about too. it. You didn't win anything, yeah. but you're going to be able to wax the car you didn't pick up today. And get uh. some rice aroni. What the F is that? Like turtle wax? <laughs> you know, rice aroni is uh, a yeah. forgotten food. I love really rice aroni. You know, you know, that, that food deserves it. some respect. And hamburger helper is another one. Yeah. But rice aroni is like. People don't remember that. Well, it's a San Francisco treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People in San Francisco don't eat rice around. That's the weird thing, isn't it? Because it, when I went out there, I thought it would be everywhere. No. <laughs> I thought it was like when you see hoagie places. That's probably why Philly. you went there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, where's the rice aroni? You want to go to the original what? rice aroni place? Yeah. Fr- I didn't know about it. San Francisco is so expensive now that, like, you might as well live in a rice aroni box. Am I overplaying it? But I mean, really, it really is that. <laughs> You might as well shrink yourself up and live in a rice aroni box because it is so expensive. <laughs> Dave, Dave decided to back out as he was going to put I might be really out of my league here, but I'm just saying if you have the ability to shrink yourself, get in that box. We went from there. time travel to shrinking yourself. It's all, that's that actually all in my karate see. book. I talk about all that in my karate you book. You do. Sizing. It's called so sizing. You're an actor. <laughs> sizing. You're an actor, you're a comic, and you're an author. How, how the book and is, a shrinker. And a shrinker. Did well for you? It's on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? Well, you have to go to the Amazon to get it. You find an anaconda, <laughs> you live, and then you can get the book. It's like rice aroni. Nobody heard of it down yeah. there. Like, what is going on? Where's that book yeah. at? At Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, How to Beat Up Anybody. I think that's a great book, because I remember when you tell me that you're going to do it. Yeah. It was going to be you, and like, like you remember the old school karate, like how to learn karate, right. you know, and like five years of lessons. It's kind of like that, right? Where you give like yeah. really simple. Yeah. I, you know, I teach you how to beat up Bigfoot's. And dinosaurs. I love and, that. And uh, that's awesome. You know, ninja attacks and uh, all, all kinds of things that are you know subway gangs. What about you know. what about zombies? Like you didn't see that coming? No, nah, because zombies. Here's my theory on zombies. Subway gangs, though. That's like warriors. That's yeah, 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 yeah. You'd like that that, that chapter in the book. Yeah, but zombies are actually uh, not a problem. You don't think so? The zombie attack is actually the key to world peace. Get out. Zombies. Apocalypse combined with dentistry. You remove the zombies' teeth, mm-hmm. and then they just nibble on you with their gums, yeah. and it's like a nice little massage, and it's going to relax the planet. Are you listening, Fess? It's. I'm waiting for the zombies. Put that in yeah. your next plug, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put the whole you like zombie the apocalypse. Amazon, everything. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the next beat plug, up anybody. The next plug, we won't... Know where it's coming in, Fez, but let's make it a super plug. Super let's plug make everything. A, one of those plugs that people put on YouTube. <laughs> <it's> so exciting <laughs> cool. to hear. Cool. The fact that Dave has got Lynn Cheney. His face around his. I'm neck. a laminate guy. Yeah. yeah, and she looks great. So what Dave can I tell is you? actually wearing. It looks like her. Um, ID badge to yeah. get in the building. It, it they were giving totally, them out in the lobby. It totally looks like get, Dave mugged That Lynn also, Chaney. I'm looking at that. You got one you get into the after party, too. I so do, he'll, yes. Yeah, he'll be hanging out there. Now, Lynn is back in... She's... I guess she's selling a book or something, Fez? Or, uh, yeah, I believe so. And she How to beat said, up anybody. Oh, no, I'll say that. No. Cheney, not phenomenal. me. That would no. be phenomenal. But yeah. she said uh, that... The Clintons are behind Monica coming out now. It's a timing thing. They asked Monica to come out and said, oh, I don't have a problem with the Clintons, so that it will die down in time for Hillary to run. Yeah, they're all saying that. Yeah, Yeah, It's all just politics stuff. It really is 90s nostalgia is back. In a big way. With Monica Lewinsky. I just wish I had a quarter for every time Hillary Clinton thumped Bill Clinton in the head. Like, just took her finger and went, you're such a... 
dumbass. I just wish I had a quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so great. You'd think that she was just stayed pissed at him, but... Oh, I, I think that he's just... A, I think he's just a, a means to an end, you know? Like, I think she just spends a lot of time telling him, Okay, Bill, we're not going to talk today. Mm. Shut up. Don't you think? I, I don't think about them, actually. Ever? No. Wow. Really? I think about the people of this country. I think about Monica Lewinsky a lot. <laughs> not these self-appointed hierarchy Well, they're not self-appointed. They were elected. Yeah, they are. They're all self-appointed. Elections don't mean anything. Everyone in office is self-appointed. It's all rigged. Like let's say the Giant comedy corporations oh, put sorry. them all in there. Yeah, sorry, no, that's a long rant. <laughs> sorry, dude. It's a long rant. It was. It wasn't long. It was just slow. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know you were six were, words. It just that was took that a long time going on there. That pausing. Yeah, yeah that, let's let's call depth. I okay. do have to say this, Ron. That uh, there is a man missing in the team. Uh, Laurel is uh, yeah. not here right now. He's a. Uh, I believe he's from Chicago. Yeah, he might be in Chicago right now, but he is a super funny guy too. Not. Not not like uh, these guys. These guys are a little blue. Mm-hmm. He is more of a family act, but uh, it was very cool that he did the show. And I'm not saying like family, like he's not fu- he's, yeah, he's very funny, yeah, but, but he's not dirty. We're, we're family acts too. If no, your family was, like, you're not. Uh, no, if you you're not. Come on, guys. If your family Glenn, lives in a car, no. no. Glenn, yeah, if I'm going to tell the Jay McCarthy tour <laughs> to introduce you guys. And now your next comic, a family act. Yeah, really. I can hear the booze already. Yeah. I'm from a dysfunctional family act. <laughs> yeah, you know that whole thing of like, oh, I'm a family act because I talk about. It's like no, there's like a there's like a good, nice, you know, Tyler Perryist kind of like Tyler act, <laughs> and then there's our acts. The What's filth. a Tyler Perryist? Is it you know like where it's like you know and you know that's you know like it I just ends with a nice niceness, you know. How many acts do you think that you could take the whole family to? I can't think of it. I can think of Brian Regan. Yes. Like the whole families travel out to see Brian and the kids. Depends what kind of family, though. Yeah, you know. yeah we just went through that. No. Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Yeah. Regan. Um, I'm going to just say Danny Kay, even though he's dead. Yeah, Danny Kay. A nice Danny Kay. <laughs> Time travel comes Larry. back into yeah. this. You know, Axe. Like, who do you think? No, I mean, that's as far as I would go. There's not too many, mm. you know, uh, particularly. Ray Romano. Yes. Seinfeld. I just saw Ray yeah. in L.A. Great act. But do you think little kids want to go see Ray and, and Seinfeld the way? Mm, I've seen yes, little kids Ray at, yes. at, at Regan's show, and they, and they love him. They do, yeah. Yeah, they're crazy about him. Yeah, he's funny. He he is funny for everybody too. Yeah, like, I enjoy him. But it's hard for like a little kid to get humor. Yeah, I, think I remember Dane Cook. Everybody likes Dane Cook. I remember the first time I saw my parents like laughing at comedy. I was a little kid. My uncle had brought it like an album over, and it seemed like almost frightening to me. Really, just, like, parents to laugh. see parents just like hysterically laugh. I go, every, we've just Never lost everything that. that I cared about. Every you know we're we're fucking rudderless now. I remember my family laughing to Bob Newhart, listening to Bob Newhart. I remember hearing Don Rickles on the radio uh, going to school in like seventh grade. It was hilarious. Woo! Bruce and oh, I remember all kinds of stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm trying to think of that. I think I agree with you on this whole like seeing your parents have a good time. And yeah, it, it, yeah, it is weird. Because like you, you, you assume when you're really little that they're there just to serve your needs. Yeah. I like them like laughing at something that you're not doing. It, it, lo- it you feel like you're losing your power. No, yeah. Wow. Not only were they not laughing at me, but like I didn't even understand the premise of the jokes, and oh, I was like I trying to slow shit down. Like wait, yeah, wait, 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 I did, what's happening? I didn't have any of these issues that you guys had. Well, that's no, your like, winner, I, though. I no, but I'm just saying. Did you ever see honest. like a teacher outside of school? 
Do you oh, remember yeah. when you were oh, yeah, yeah. It was awful. Yeah. I, I never liked it. When you'd see a teacher in regular clothes, like at the grocery store. I yeah. remember seeing the teacher at the grocery store. I'm like, we got to leave Mrs. Strickland's hair. I saw my <laughs> gym teacher selling Mrs. suits. Oh, like when you were, you were like, a, you're a super hot chick. So like when you graduated from like high school and like that year or so, like when you're still kind of milling around your town, like would you see like the teachers and they'll be like, hey, now you're out of school, blah, blah, blah. They try that act? No, I, we tried it. Mm-hmm. You, the, the girls, girls. Yeah. We tried it, and I remember one of the teachers going, "No, no," and he kept, like, he kept like you were hitting on a teacher after school. Yeah, he was like a student teacher, and yeah. I remember. Can you I make this a movie? Remember this him awesome. like, like saying his name was Sandy too. That's <laughs> Sounds the great. Best name, but I, no. I vividly remember him being, like, and he was a theater teacher. So you're oh, like, there you go. And I remember him being like, "No, I can't. I absolutely." But I, I, I kept thinking like he's talent. Trying to tell himself this. Right. <laughs> ah, yeah, I know. <laughs> because he was saying no, but he wasn't taking your hands off his penis. Right. He, was like, he was like, no, this is, it's something I can't do, right, yeah. Sandy? No, right, Sandy. Right. <laughs> Were you a theater girl? Yeah, I was a theater geek, man. Okay. I went to performing arts school. Wow. Did he say, no, I can't because he kind of has a girl's name? Being <laughs> <of> Sandy? <laughs> Could, just because he's named. Every other astronaut's wife's name from the sixties. <laughs> Sandy, top. I'm going up. That is the top Helen, astronaut Helen wife's name. Helen yeah. and Sandy. Everyone from this weekend's He's episode of Comedy Underground in studio with us, except for Lil Rel. David tells here he's going to be at the Borgata in Atlantic City. I like that the way he says Borgata. Yeah. Borgata. In Atlantic City, that's tomorrow. Also, his new special road work, you can get that at ccdirect.com for just $5. And make sure you check out the good work that Operation Purple's doing mm. at militaryfamily.org. Lynn Coplitz is here. She's going to be at the Borgata on Saturday. Part of Jenny McCarthy's Dirty, Sexy, Funny Comedy Show. Tickets available at theborgata.com. And Judah Freelander, who's going to be in Winnipeg, Canada. Rumors Comedy Club, May 15th through the 17th. And you can check out his book, How to Beat Up Anybody, at Amazon.com. And everyone here in studio is going to be on Comedy Central Saturday at 1 o'clock a.m. for David Tell's Comedy Underground. That was a little too pushy. Make it, make it seem more like a choice and not like yeah. a threat. <laughs> I think it, I think Dave it, is it's an angry fan. plug. Yeah, I think that you should like, the next plug should be explode on and rip the room apart yeah. and and just really go big. Kevin Meany is here. Yes, there's Kevin Meany who. This is what I wanted to fix up with Fez. Well, I oh, know really? for a fact that. Somebody look. He's got. He's also got with a Lynn Cheney. Lynn Cheney, Cheney. Yeah, but um, how do you want to play this? Well, the- <laughs> <laughs> are you inviting him in or not? No, he's always invited in. But the thing is, he said on another show that he didn't even know who Fez was because oh. of that thing. Acted like he didn't even know and, I was alive. Fez, you had hard. You had bad feelings from that. Maybe. Yeah, that that yeah. hurt my feelings because I've talked to Kevin in the hallways and stuff, and then all of a sudden it came up on another radio show. Lynn, you made things uncomfortable around here. And it's like, yeah. who's Fez? Yeah, Who are did. you talking about? You didn't mean to. Using some of your girlish okay, first shit. Of all, first Entrapment. Of all, if anything, I talked to him in the hallways and stuff. <laughs> but here's the thing. Because like that was not a relationship that I, I destroyed all of a sudden. No, no, but I mean, Fez got his feelings hurt because it got brought up on the another show and he's like, who? Who's he? Wow. And then, you know, but see, here's the thing. Because you're pretty, you don't know what it's like to be turned down by the other sex. You mean you and Judah don't know what it's like? I've turned her down a lot. Okay, one person. 
I'm not. I'm first of all. I, I used to be your teacher in high school. Yes, and, Sandy. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm old now. I'm old now. So now I get. No, you know, stop but, it. But um, that, that upsets me. Let, let's go call him in and ask him. He already that. ran away. Yeah. Did you see him run? Uh, I no. don't want to get into that. Can I tell you what he just did? I saw him. He put the Lynn Cheney thing on his crotch and wiped it back and forth. <laughs> see, that's a shot at me. I think. No, it isn't. No, you're no. taking that personal. There's been think, other gay people I in this building. I think he was being coy. Yeah. Oh, see, I that's think he thing. was being coy when he said, he, oh, who is that? I think he was trying to act like, like, you know, he didn't want to act overly But either. I heard he said, ooh, who is that? To yeah. Like, ooh, who oh, is that? this isn't right. Yeah. Ooh, but if, if, if he doesn't know who it is, why, why does it even matter, you guys? Come on, use your common sense. We don't, see, we don't understand that. Put we your don't, thinking caps on. That's your world. If he, if he said, ooh. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't against anyone because if he didn't even know who it was. Well, I didn't hear it. I know just. That For, it and was first of all, he's. It, it, I do heard you it. know Kevin? He's Nelly. He says ooh all the time, like ooh, who is that? Oh, so that's, that's, that's a good thing. Oh, when I don't he know says that. It. Yeah, he like went he, ooh. Oh, that's right. That's in his act. Like he's ooh. one of my dearest friends. He oh. always says ooh. Yeah. yeah. He's like that. Well, maybe he's too good for Fez. I don't yeah, know. I think, I, he is not. Yeah, I, I think that you should have uh, Jimmy carded it and brought them two together, you know, so they can have I a dialogue. Like, a three-way handshake. Know. Yeah, but remember, Sadat got shot after we all that. We just had a moment. Ron just looked at him like, <laughs> good to see you. Well, I just, I'm worried about Fez. I'm, I'm concerned about Fez. I am, too. I don't you want know? to hurt Fezzy. If he would have came in, would you have been comfortable, Fez, or uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. See, like how uncomfortable? Really like he uncomfortable. Gone down and, uh, he would have gone down. He would have just disappeared. <laughs> not, behind not with his disc. No, I would have slowly <laughs> moved away. You know, like Donald Sterling, kind of moving away from NBA basketball, or like how would you do right. it? You know, Sterling just put out a thing today that said, "I'm not prejudiced." So that's boom. That's right. all I needed to but hear. But you know what? I, know. I step up. Yeah, I might have told Kevin that Fez said he was too old for him. Oh, uh, see, that's uh, what we're saying. Why would you do that, devious little... You... you told me that, that he was too old for you. But, but who is? Kevin I or I said that Fez? in the privacy of a radio studio with microphones. <laughs> First of all, it's not polite to know someone's age. Right. I honestly think I might have told him that when I was drunk at, at Underground. Why? At Underground Why? when we were shooting the Don't blame this on me. <laughs> Would David, you quit sure the show, Fez? You harlot. this Underground <laughs> show. <laughs> this drunken whore. Put the booze down. So wait, I don't understand. Who's, who's too old for who here at this point? No, Fez doesn't like him too old. What? That is yes. ageist. That is ageist. It, it is. is. He is ageist. I think, well, what's, what's your age range? I'm not a normalist. Range? What's your age range? Young 20s. 18 Young 20s. Fezzy, how many people have you dated in your life? None. All right, so then how do you know young 20s? He's never had sex. Come on, Lynn. Lynn? Why would you say that? Because you just said it on the last show. I know, but Dave didn't know. I didn't know that. That was the other show. (laughs) I didn't sign on for this cherry pie (laughs) tour. I thought we were all grizzled vets. Uh, see, oh, what kind of episode of Axemen is this? It's all going back uh, to family-friendly comedy. See, Lynn oh. Coplitz at the Borgata on Saturday. Oh, oh, that's right. Right. oh see, that one had some. Oh, that one had a little, a little regret uh, in it. The plug, oh. the plug's 
just that I'm sorry, Fez. I just took the the fun out of the plug. No, but you know why? I, I like the new plugs because they're weathered now. They've been beaten down. By <laughs> they really yeah. right, like the me. hurricane of sadness is <laughs> taking on. So I think that you should. Probably. I think that you should reexamine your age grouping because uh, young twenties yeah. now. That's that's almost inapproachable. I would go for someone in the Kevin range of uh. What, what would you say? He's in his early somethings. Yeah, I would say 40, 45, 40. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, you're nice to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nice to you, too, Fez. You were the one that said you didn't want anyone. You, you wouldn't even go for 30s. But that doesn't mean I don't want to make gay friends. Fez. You, you no, you're not going to be friends a- with a 20-year-old guy. What are you guys going to talk about? Exactly. That's but the I, didn't, part. I didn't say that you guys couldn't be friends. I, you, I think I said that you could be friends. What's your What's your my dinner at Andre? What's the movie that you know, like you use as the cutoff? Like what's they need to know that movie. <laughs> Fezzy, right now you look like you should be yelling at kids for being in your yard. Yeah, you know, what I mean you. You don't have a look of someone that's going to be with someone in their twenties. Oh no, he looks cute. He looks I'm, like the lotto guy. Unless it's my nurse. That's not what he was going for, though. Dude, you can you can do whatever you want, but I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, you're gonna have to talk to this this man, and right. you know you better you know Kevin is a man of the theater. I assume you like theater. No, I don't. Whoa, easy. I don't like musical theater. I don't watch Glee. All right, easy. I don't watch RuPaul's. Now Drag I know Race. how Donald Sterling feels. Yes, this is exactly. wow. like he's just trying to be helpful. This yeah. is like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like reading the Bible and shooting my gun. So you don't like musical theater, you don't like Glee, no. right? What other stereotypes are he you... He likes are, hot are you, pockets you, and Kool-Aid. <laughs> well, what was the question? No, I, I feel like you were saying like these are stereotypes and that we should get them. And what I agree with that. the gayest thing about you, though, Fez? The gayest thing about me is... His mustache. The, it's a is big it? gay mustache, and gay guys, I think, like it. It is like a big gay it. mustache. Is it? Uh, then we're calling Wolf of Brimley gay now. Yeah, no, no I, I believe that's it. It's Tom Selleck. It's very... It's a, it's a, it's Tom Selleck is straight. It, yeah, but it's very village people. Okay. It does remind me of an older New York. 70s, that mu- yeah, that older mustache. New York, yeah. But I like that, though. It's hot. I like the mustache. And the and the fact that it's two-tone. Mm. Yeah, I like the mustache. Now, it looks like you bought that shirt, and it also came with uh, a ghost town. Is that true? <laughs> Do you also, are you the mayor of a ghost town? This is my gay shirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So you two guys run That's a man-boy ghost town. But here's the thing. He knows. <laughs> like, they are dressed the same. Yeah, but it's like the Mambla. Mambla yeah. sends them two shirts in the mail. See, here's the we thing. have a uniform here at Sirius. But see, Chris has a girlfriend, and he's lazy, and he doesn't give a shit. Oh, have we ever like, seen her? Yes. yes, she's adorable. Oh, yeah, we have. Now, there's the gayest thing about him, hating women. <laughs> <laughs> you make Len feel bad, and now you're acting like Chris's girlfriend isn't pretty. But you think you have to strive to get men to like you. You got to work on it a little bit. You look retired. You. I think you look Nebraska gay. Yeah, not New York gay. <laughs> Definitely Nebraska gay. For lack gay. of a better That's a good term. Point. <laughs> or Winnipeg. Winnipeg gay. Uh, yeah. He's trying to draw a crowd. There. I kind of like that Nebraska gay. That sounds yeah. like yeah. an actual like. Yeah. Judy, you better domain name that because that's yeah. some Nebraska gay. gay. That's definitely like a, a style of tea or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Nebraska I, I actually, gay. And I actually think that that would be a great website for like where Nebraska gays meet, like yeah, like dot com. Like, <laughs> like now, they have, now they have where farmers meet and stuff like that. <laughs> if I was in Nebraska and if I was 
fucking gay, I would just go, where is the bus station? Because I have to get out of here. I'm in the wrong place. That's probably where Although you would be. I'm in the bad the part of The country's changed a lot, man. I you know, love That's true. New York, That's New true. York, you know, the, 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 I think the main, the big cities like New York, San Francisco, L.A., like 20, 30 years ago, the, were like destination points mm-hmm. for people of different lifestyles and, and different dreams, you know. But now... It's uh, San Francisco dream. No, no, but it's less that way now because the it's, it's, it's and it's all, but no, but it's more expected and more. I mean, it's more uh, accepted in other cities and stuff. You know, Buffalo's got a gay section. You know, like stuff Pittsburgh. You Except know, it's for like, Texas. You, you never, you never. Uh, so, so people don't need to move and and get away as much as they are. They can stay where they are and have their own scenes and but stuff. But it's still like some is, hate out there. I mean, oh no, of know, course it. You know, you're right. There's definitely, uh, but, but it's like hey, it's, like, but things are still better. Right. You know, it's not, you know, you don't, you don't have to like run away as far. You know, true. It's, that's it's, true. So, which is, which is cool. You know, but I think that's also made New York. Uh, less of an interesting city. You sure. know, New York's become and just listen, a corporate city. Most people moving here now aren't people that want to do something weird or different. It's, yeah. it's just it's lawyers and corporate finance people, you know. And if you're one of those people who feels like you can't be accepted, there are still seats available for Dave Attell's show. <laughs> so good. That's a nice one, Lynn. Uh, <laughs> you have replaced Fez now as doing the cool plugs. Dave can be everybody's friend. If yeah. you're alone <laughs> and you have nowhere to go Friday night, you don't have a date Friday? Come on down. And if you really want to get Mattel out, David Tell is your date. And if you really want to get out and get far away from all your problems, come up to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. <laughs> May fifteenth exactly. through seventeenth. And if you don't have any girls in your life, come Saturday night to the Brigada. See, that's the show I really would it like to see. Yeah. I always like when it's like comics in a, in a in a situation where it's like celebrities are like the tour, and then they bring right. on the comics. Like it's I know Jenny, rat, she's funny. It's very rat packy. Like yeah. she yells at us from the from the wings, and we all like talk and laugh. It and sounds stuff. like it's a really cool fun. like. Old school with the new twist, kind of Vegas, kind of like it is. It's show, like a, you know? like a rat pack, like a like female rat pack. Kind of yeah. show. Yeah, that's, that's what cool. It's, exactly. The cool what thing about like like celebrity like women, like does she have her own makeup person that travels with her? Her sister, like a Tonto, like they she's have their sister. like a sidekick, you know. And she's her that's sister, great. who's a wacky, crazy JoJo. And really, she's not. She's a red hair. She's beautiful, funny. And she dances too. And the they show. are both. She's startling. That, Jojo that dances Jenny. with her too. Oh, Jenny is drop dead. Beautiful. And that Donnie. Oh, come he's, on. he's gorgeous. What did you think? Lynn, they're you're disgustingly a woman. gorgeous. Fez, what do you think, Donnie? They're beautiful. Would he make your list? Your bucket. Donnie's very attractive. Yes, he's good. Huh? Yeah, he's yeah. Donnie, Donnie works. You know, it's funny you say it because Fez is mainly attracted to straight guys, right, Fez? Yeah, I always get a straight crush. Mm. Danny, uh, uh, Danny, of Donnie all types of men or a certain type. All types. White or what? Yeah, white. You no, definitely white. Yeah, it's sterling. Like, yeah. <laughs> no Chinese guys. Never like, Chinese. Jet Li doesn't crush. fucking do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino. You know, like I remember Filipino? the first time I saw Jet Li in the movie, I went. Mm. Yeah, you know what? You're right about that. You don't like a little black See the movie. Oh, black See uh, the Jet Li movie, Bodyguard from Beijing. It might change your mind. Yeah. Did you train from him? Beijing. Did you train him, Judah? No, he's not. He he would be better if he was one of my students. <laughs> but he's, he's, what a, he's what a great good. gang you brought in this week. These good. guys are talkers. Am These I right? guys are good. Now, do you, in the back of your mind, <laughs> you think <laughs> yourself, what was my favorite show that I've done? What oh, so far, what my best team? Oh yes, that I've please got make him make a Sophie's Ooh, choice. That's a rough yeah, one. That is. Come on, Schindler. <laughs> I love. I love. No, just say it like it is. Give no? us a list. That would be a good cutoff on your. Um, 
on your uh, on your Plug. how young to date yeah. Sophie's Choice. And if and that's some kind of if that's some kind of uh, club ecstasy in their mind, then then they're too young. <laughs> All right. If I I would say this this is what I'd like to do. I uh, tried it in L.A. last weekend at the uh, Melrose Improv, which I brought out some of the comics that were already on the show to do like a live event. And <clears throat> sorry, guys. <clears throat> I'm all right. Either so way, it would be cool to bring them out on the road and like do wow. a thing. But uh, each one of them, I, I feel like, connects to a different crowd. And together, like we bring like a massive crowd. So I really can't say until all the shows have gone, gone oh, through. But Dave. Um, I'm, I'm embarrassed my, my, that Here's answer. my guess. I know, right? Here's I was my like, guess. My we guess. weren't invited to the thing in L.A., so it's not us. We're well, that was, a, that was a fly yourself in. My, <laughs> so Metzger was there. Yeah, my, exactly. my guess would be the the show. Show that you it would be one of the shows that you taped later on in the series, right? Where you got the all you know, where, where everything with the machine was just flowing better, you know, because this was that's you, a, you know, you know, because when you first when you do your don't first tell episode, him what his opinion is it's no, his but opinion. that's a great point. Judah and I, talked I was about correct, it. you know, yeah. you know, like when you know this because <laughs> yeah. you're a producer besides <laughs> doing this, that the first show is the roughest show of any yeah. show. They, yeah. These guys were the first show, we yeah, were figuring everything out. Oh my god, they, they, I, I like threw them like the first wave on Normandy Beach. They just went in there, we were they didn't get a chance to put their gun out, but that's why it's good to go in with pros. No, well, that's true. I send it on our team. Yeah, because you know, the later you get on in something, you've you you know, you've figured out how to do it better and make tweaks and all that kind of stuff. I figured I'd hit him like this. You know, I sent in a, I sent in a hot chick, a nerd, and a black. <laughs> yeah. I say, let's see how that bounces around. <laughs> then, I backed, then I backed it up. Then I backed it up. I got everything they could possibly want. I sent in my uh, you know, um, what was that? You know, like the three the the hip cops before twenty one Jump Street. I threw in my threw in a little something for each one. Threw him against the wall. Yeah. He was stuck. Yeah. Here you go, American. Suck in Mexican, on this. this was great. Then I said in Mexican Bob, Tojo Lee, <laughs> and the Bang Bang Twins. See, it's Nothing. All, it's all strategy, man. <laughs> That's a you're not only the star and producer; you're the coach. Yeah, I am. Of show. I, I really do feel that. Um, well, Mr. Way, Rourke, Mr. Rourke. God bless Otto because he would have been a great addition. Yeah, to the show. I know. I think oh, that God. next time you do it, you should have literally have a bowl, and we should all show up every night and pick our names. Oh, out that's a great idea, Lynn. I love that. I love that. Just stick them up. And we and we keep like Gilbert like on the bench because <laughs> Gilbert's am always I, ready now? to go. Am I? Am I? Dave, you need me? Mm-hmm. No, Gilbert, go eat more pudding. <laughs> Gilbert will always be there for a buffet. I love Gilbert. I love him. <laughs> Dave Attell's Comedy Underground. Oh, that one's crazy. It's happening Saturday night, 1 a.m. on Comedy Central. Dave Attell tomorrow at the Borgata. City, New Jersey. His new special, Roadwork, at ccdirect.com. Just $5. Check out Operation Purple at militaryfamily.org. Do a little donation there. Lynn Coplitz <laughs> on Jenny McCarthy's Dirty, Sexy, Funny Comedy <laughs> Show Tour at the Borgata Saturday night. TheBorgata.com for tickets. Judah Freelander, May 15th to the 17th. <laughs> Rumors Comedy Club in Winnipeg, Canada. Also, his book, That's How great. to Beat Up Anybody on Amazon.com. And Lynn Cheney's new book, James Madison, A Life Considered... <laughs> Also at Amazon.com. It's Dave Attell's Comedy Underground, 1 a.m. on Comedy Central this Saturday night. I don't know about everything, but I am picking up that Lynn Cheney book (laughs) now. All right, we'll never beat that. So that's that's got to be the out one. Thanks so much for coming in, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Now, it's up to you. It's your choice because I feel like I've overstayed my welcome, but 
We have four more shows to go. If, do you want us to come in at the end for a wrap-up, wrap-up? You it's, can come it's you in and the fans week. can decide. Uh, every week that you want to come in, anything that you want to do. Yeah, but don't you like that we come in every four weeks? Much yeah. like, you okay, know, like... we'll do it for the wrap-up, wrap-up. It's almost like, uh, you know, like kind of like a quarterly, um, yeah. you know... Like we check in every quarter. Like these three. I, I don't yeah. know if these two will make the final wrap-up. Oh, that would be Lynn, great. Uh, let's bring it, you know. You better we'll bring your lucky it. scarf. We'll make, I'll, bring my, <laughs> I'll take a shower that time. Wow, that, that would be a, a first. You didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't bidet for this. No, I did. I showered last night. Oh, you're like a you're a night shower. Yeah, I am right yeah. before bed. Just that's in case, you, just it. in case you meet sleep Jesus. Why, why, are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> what about for the day people? <laughs> in case there's a fire and there's a hot fireman. Oh, okay, there you go. But I like those night. That means you're like from like one to twelve kids. I better get the hot water before Sean and Billy and Jimmy get up. I need to go to bed fresh. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. We'll awesome. see you back in here Thanks. Tomorrow. Yep, yep. Fez, hey, amazing work today. Thank you. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.